There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. Uh, if you want to join us September 6th at Nerd Melt in Los Angeles, we're going to be doing the Nerdist Podcast live with the cast of the Guild. I think we might be screening some episodes too, so you can get tickets for that at nerdmeltla.com. Make sure and watch our Nerdist pilot, which is airing on BBC America September 24th with special guest Craig Ferguson. And, uh, well, it already leaked out all over the internet, so Matt Smith is the other guest. Uh, sorry to sorry to spring it on you now. It was, I, I tried to make it a surprise, but I saw it on like 10 different places online already. So uh, you were going to find out sooner or later. But now you get to be excited about seeing Matt Smith on the Nerdist television show September 24th at 10, 9 central. The Nerdist Podcast Live is going to be a touring around the United States a bit this fall. So stay tuned in the coming weeks for dates. Uh, Matt, Jonah, and I will all be uh, coming to your city to say things at you in a public setting and then turn it into probably a hostful podcast. So uh, look for dates on that soon. And if you want, you could like us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Nerdist. We'd like to thank as a returning sponsor, GoToMeeting. Um, obviously, it's a teleconferencing software, but it's so much more than that because it makes everything super, super, super easy for the user. Uh, with GoToMeeting, you can start your first meeting in seconds. Everyone can join your meeting in seconds. There's no technical crap to deal with. You're not going to waste any time getting everything started. It's just going to set up for you easily, smoothly. You look like you actually know what you're doing, which is awesome. Uh, you'll reduce meeting-related expenses. You'll reduce overhead in preparing meeting materials. Voice over IP is included. Uh, GoToMeeting is brought to you by Citrix. They're a fantastic company, and they've been doing this for a long time and won just about every award you can imagine for this kind of thing. So, sign up today for a free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting. Have all the meetings you want for one low flat rate. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click Try It Free, and enter the promo code NERDIST. Now, this episode, we normally would do a hostful episode here this week. I've been traveling, but uh, this is a great, great, great episode. We had Aisha Tyler on, and Aisha and I have sort of tangentially been uh, aware of each other for a long time, but never really hung out. And she was a phenomenal guest, phenomenal guest. Uh, she has a great podcast that she just started called Girl on Guy, and you should check that out. Uh, we had so much fun, we sort of lost track of time, and our recording device dropped out. So I had Matt Myra edit in just a little bit of a TARDIS sound as we jump forward in time to wrap up the podcast at the end. So when you hear that sound effect, that's what happened. So here we go, the Nerdist Podcast, episode number 116, with the uh, delightful Aisha Tyler. Now entering Nerdist.com.
<laughs> yeah, we're still recording on to CD, though. That's amazing. What do you do? And then what do you do? Do you take the CD home with you and then rip it to your computer so you can edit? You send um, it to, you send it to clean house. I take the CD home, rip it from my roommate's computer because my CD drive is gone. Matthew is a Johnny Mnemonic type character, <laughs> so we we, inst- we insert the... The back of his neck. Yes, yeah. he has an optical drive in his he neck. jacks in. We're oh. actually recording now because I don't, I don't start I understand things. completely. I um, listen to your show. I know how shoddy <laughs> listen, your production value exactly, is. Exactly, exactly. I know how you get that. <laughs> that is exactly... This microphone is the limpest. <laughs> Honestly, I can make 1,000 limp dick jokes right now. I cannot get it to do anything I want. Just like sex. Why? Yeah, just stroke okay, it. There stroke we go. It. All right, yeah, there we go. Let's put it in your mouth. This isn't supposed to be I would teabag this microphone need... if it would actually stay erect. Come on, help? why? Come on, you guys. Okay, actually, that's not bad. That's not bad. You know what? Like in life, I'm going to settle. You're going to set this. Is, <laughs> it's not quite full. Mashed, why can't, why but... can't more women be like you? And <laughs> oh, settle? Well, just here come the emails. Up. It'll be over yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonah, you <laughs> prick. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Okay. It's nice to be have motivate people to actually write a letter nowadays. Most yeah, people don't even bother. That's all I try to do on here. I try to, I try to comments. be sexist, racist, homophobic. Nothing, nothing works. <laughs> nothing works anymore. Homosexual racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mush those together. Aisha Tyler, it's very fun to have you on. We... Um, <laughs> Audio, very audio excited. podcast. Oh, I was, I was yeah, making yeah. shapes and I was cheering, but it was, it was inside. Yeah, I'm excited. For, for many years, uh, our careers have sort of crossed. It's surreal. Uh, yeah, but we've never, you know, we met one time. You were hosting a series of stand-up shows for TBS, I think, at Aspen. Oh, yes, yes, I remember that. In like maybe six years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, it's Michael Yo. Hey, Michael Yo. Do you need to come in? Come in. Come in, Michael. We're very loose. You're very loose. Yeah, yeah. Almost to the point of it not being a real show. Exactly. <laughs> we're all, we're all yeah, just about not? to take a nap. So just, no, no, please. Just yeah. Replace yeah. the word yeah. almost. Michael, Michael Yo just walked into his uh, studio. I go further than you were. Further than I was, and it will fall back towards my face. Yeah. Are we in your you. way? That's no, perfect. No, no, no. Okay. Good. We record in here from time to time. Uh, needed a man's touch. Yes, or maybe someone Do you know Aisha? Hi, hi. How are you? Nice to meet you. How's it going? All right. um, so yeah, we were in Aspen together. Yes, and that was like in 2005, and you were hosting the stand-up special, and I uh, was I performed on that special. I'm sure that you were hilarious. I remember I, everybody having a great set. That it was night. a good. It was a good. And Aspen was a very. Just for people who don't know, th- there was the U.S. I Comedy miss Arts Aspen Festival. Like it's a person, I swear. It I'm was so nice. Sad about it being gone. Here's the only thing about a- like Aspen in the mid 90s was a huge deal. Mm, big deal. Everybody huge. got a deal. Everybody huge got deal. Coke, a whore and a deal. Absolutely. Yeah. There was. It was a period of time where. Uh, I remember that one special one year where it was like Dave Attell, Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Dave Anthony. Uh, not Dave Anthony. Uh, the other Anthony. Anthony Clark. Anthony Clark Anthony was on Clark. there. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're so similar. Don't maybe you think? Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> Hedberg might have been no, on that Hedberg one. Was, mm, uh, he was. Maybe yeah, he maybe, wasn't on that maybe one. Maybe he was. I can never remember when Hedberg died. But it was huge. It was huge. It was uh, HBO did specials oh, yeah, around. It was it, it was, Everybody yeah, who came out that. of it got something massive. Yeah. And then. Each year they would scale it back a little bit until and it wasn't even that well produced that year. Like it was a <laughs> shitty production value and like some fake snow thrown in the corner. Yeah, and yeah. Aspen was such a weird like as a comic, it was a very like an ego thing. Like yeah. oh, I'm gonna oh, go so do Aspen. Yeah, and you'd go there, and uh, Aspen is a weird 
collection of like there's rich white people, rich white people, mm-hmm. and then the people who work for them. Yes, and so there's or no m- only le- moderately less rich white people. <laughs> there's so many <laughs> upper middle class white people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like twenty one year old kids that are making uh, like eighteen dollars an hour. This, and yeah. 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 this weird times. mountain town in Colorado has more fucking art galleries. Oh God, per who, capita. Who can buy it? Who can I buy don't any know. of that shit? Another many, owl on top of a pine. Yeah, how many br- how many copper horses do I need <laughs> that are actual size? Seven. <laughs> You're right. Seven's the number. I'm glad you, you did the math on that. Uh, maybe feel better. Yeah. So then they stopped doing Aspen like maybe three or four. No, maybe four four years ago, and yeah. they moved it to Vegas. But yeah. Well, so, first TBS took it over, right? TBS took you it knew over. It was yeah. good. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's like take, yeah. That's just like watching, you know, your favorite movie, like watching The Hangover while the, the curses bleeped out. Like that yeah, was what exactly. you knew was going to happen yeah. to a comedy. They festival. know funny. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, wait, wait, yeah. the characters. Well, oh, that's a different network. That's US, um, that's US, I, uh, I can't get all my basic cable shit straight. Uh, <laughs> There's so much of it now. So many. Um, do you remember? Like there was something about Aspen that I loved that had, we have loved, even Montreal doesn't have, which is that it was a million comics in a tiny place, and you saw everybody all day long. That's like you I, walked a block and you knocked, yeah. you ran into like 30 people. I was just in Montreal and what, and what we were saying was the one of the main things that's fun about Montreal is just assembling in the Hyatt Hotel bar yeah. at, you know, one o'clock in the morning and staying up till four just talking to people yeah. that you never everyone. get to see. But Aspen was even a little bit more distilled because there were only like four or five venues. Nothing was more than a block or two away from each other. So like I, I've done Montreal twice and I always feel like you see the bars where you see you guys, but you can do all your shows and yeah, only ever see, see the guys on your shows, never see your friends. <laughs> yeah, You're all exactly. working at the same time. And I always feel like Aspen, everything kind of fell apart around 10 o'clock. You can't and get out of Aspen. I, 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 I just like loved it. I loved it. You're just trapped there. It was just Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Yeah. I was so the, that year, uh, that year that you did that show, my two of my best friends met me there. One's a comic and one's not two guys. We, we, I landed, we started drinking. Like I walked in and my friend like hit me in the face with a six pack because uh, uh, they're loving and they don't treat me like a girl at all. And uh, we started drinking and then we went to dinner. We weren't drinking that much, but it was just like the continual beering, like the like, you know, the beering all day long. And then we went to dinner and beered at dinner yep. and the altitude. It was like living in a, a barometric chamber. Like I was so I've never been that hungover. Like the next day, like every like light and like rotation of my eyeballs and the beating of my heart, everything hurt all day yeah, long. You gotta get on the fucking slopes, right? And then, yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> you should have drank more water. I was like, bitch, I wasn't thinking about practicality. My yes. beer is liquid. I should be drinking more water at sea level. <laughs> exactly. I should be from not the here. sea. And I... then I went snowboarding, and every time I fell, I was like, Bleh. oh, you yeah, feel it was like, like mini puke. Yeah, but you know it was, nice. it was fun. <laughs> It was a little mini. You spit in time, the snow yeah. and you keep going. <laughs> you keep bury going. it. Don't be a pussy. But that what was so great about about Aspen is like you walk out of the hotel and there's a chairlift right there. Oh, it's so great. And it's it was it's it was such a great. It was so much fun. It was I'm, great. I'm really bummed that they don't. I miss it. I mean, I don't even think it meant anything in the end. It just stopped being like it stopped f- serving its function as a business uh, endeavor for HBO. It stopped, it stopped meaning anything. It was just this like cash cow that dropped money in the snow. You always think you're going to throw a party. You always man. think you're going to fucking on. die landing at the Aspen Airport because oh, the terrifying. runway's short. So you just they sort of corkscrew down. And it's got that kind of thing where the plane's like uh, like up ten feet, down ten feet. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see what. The, we're not really aiming straight. We're just going to kind of like tap it in and Are see we what gonna, happens. We're going to make it. Well, we'll make it. Sure. There's so many rich people on this. We'll get on the ground. We know that. Yeah. Get on the ground. Away, away. Big bopper, big bopper, big bopper. The whole way down. <laughs> so scared. So, I, Chantilly I, Lace, Chantilly Lace. Are you sure you're back, you're back in the E building? Uh, I have been having... <laughs> 
I literally am going through some PTSD symptoms right now. It's just it's like pull, like I pulled the sound of your tires on that squeaky fucking. Oh yeah, right. yes. like, oh, God. The smell of tar right. just like seeping through the walls. Oh, and then I just heard like bullets in the background and screaming. You know, it's just Ho Chi Minh City all over again. I, I really do. I have like submerged some submerged trauma that I have not worked through at all. Where did black you... people don't go to therapy? So <laughs> they don't. Why pay an old white guy to talk when you could buy pot? I guess well, that's come true. On. Let's be practical. White people just want to talk about their problems. I could lay on my buddy's couch and eat chips. That's and then true. We, I would have a much better time than laying on a stranger's couch. All a therapist is going to do is just kick stuff back at you right. anyway. You, how do you what? feel yeah. about exactly. that? If I knew how I felt about it, I wouldn't be talking to you. Right? <laughs> exactly. Let's get that established. And your therapist is not going to play Xbox with you. Seriously. And I have actually, I think I've gotten more therapeutic value out of shooting my friends in the head mm-hmm. repeatedly and then cackling into their mouth. Like it's, it's, that's why I don't do, I don't do XBL that much because I don't like laughing at strangers. I want to laugh at you into your face. Right. It's yeah. so much more fun right, to go, <laughs> when you're like right next to me on the couch. So, uh, yeah, not so much live for me but yeah where did, is where did you start where did you start your career i started poor black child <laughs> <laughs> let's just get that out let's steve get that martin. clam out of the way uh, yeah he's awesome um you ever I, met steve martin oh god have i no yeah. i i read his book i feel like i met him yeah yeah i'm board setting up amazing book yeah also good to just listen to the audio version of it as oh, well is it, it kinda, him? it's him he reads it and it's like I, a I, yeah. I, it's so funny because I listen to so many podcasts but somehow I think audiobooks are for old ladies but now that you said that you listen to it I'm going to get it yeah it's great and he plays awesome. the banjo in between just, yeah <laughs> like that? all the in between chapters are a little banjo oh licks. that's good and yeah. he's, he retells a lot of his old bits and so he essentially is redoing his old bits oh that sounds great yeah, I'm really getting it nice. you have to it's, 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 it. it's really good don't get the uh, uh, David Cross book on audio tape uh, because all he does is make fun of you for buying the audio are you serious so many times he's like um, in this part of the book I, there's a picture but what do you fucking care because you're listening to it you don't want to read with your fucking eyes like, I just started recording the audio version of my book yesterday Ooh, oh really do you feel like you need to make some different choices now no actually it, it just I just had to you know I just have to change stuff where I say if you're reading this far if you're listening this far yeah, so yeah. you know I'm really good Very on the fly clever. there, there, there was there was head edit you're making all your edits in your head I he, feel like he did yeah. do a really cool thing though where um, it's like there was like a list he was like making fun of uh, indie movies with like uh, characters with weird personality quirks uh-huh. and so he just had the band La Savi Fav come in and then just make a song uh, based off of the list of things he had oh that's, that's cool and so that's really neat and you know John Benjamin shows up every once in a while yeah Within just the, randomly, yeah. just like he's doing it over several days, and and in those days, John shows up at least three times, just yeah, walking yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. John has nothing oh, to hey, do, nothing yeah. to do. He's got five TV shows and still has free time to fucking show up <laughs> yeah. on somebody's. Seriously, yeah, he yeah. has so many shows. He's yeah. so greedy. Um, fuck John Benjamin. Okay, so so okay, so where where did you start? Uh, I started in San Francisco. Uh, Great city. Eighteen fucking years ago, I've been doing stand up so long. What 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 rooms did you start in? Did you uh, start... I started at the Holy City Zoo, which is closed now. It was a dump. Mm-hmm. I can say that now because those people don't exist anymore. I mean, they might still be alive, but, <laughs> but that was like the <laughs> room, right? My, yeah, that they're was, I mean, alive. They great. certainly like can't the, afford an iPod I mean, to or, listen yes. to this. And if they yeah. can, they can't afford a plane ticket to get to LA <laughs> to confront me in person. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, that was the only place. Well, there was also a place called the uh, oh, not the Bitter End, the other cafe. Oh yeah, um, yeah, they yeah. Did, like a lot of mm-hmm. improv and sketch and stuff like that, but they didn't do a lot of stand up. But uh, the Purple you, Onion, was uh, Purple Onion was there, but Purple Onion is not a comedy room. Like they, you know, they mostly did like cabaret. I don't have any other skill but using my mouth. I can't play anything. I can't. I can write a song, but I couldn't execute it. Okay, okay. So, um, uh, um, but you pay. You paid to get on stage, and you paid like two bucks for three minutes. 
Wow. That's, yeah, it's a really invested in developing the art form further. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you also, it was first come, first serve, which I didn't realize. So uh, I got there like last or like second last. So I went up at like 157. Oh, and Jesus. it was a bartender and my husband. And I, I like a hobo. I swear there was like a homeless guy. It was like... <laughs> It's warm in here. You were well, married. He, just, he probably just went I'm on mar- stage. Married my college boyfriend. I've been married for. And I'm, you're still since, married. I'm still married. Still the same guy. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, I've I've done some upgrades and stuff, but it's yeah. pretty much the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> His search function's better now. <laughs> that's fucking yeah. amazing. It's crazy, right? It doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. I think that's fantastic. He's great. He's awesome. He was there. I mean, you know, I've known him since I was a kid. We met in college, and uh, and he was at my very first stand-up show, and. He's come to many others since then. And, and now he'll he, be at your last. He will be at my last, which I'm going to do from my casket. <laughs> Bitches! Um, <laughs> Three minutes. Yeah, play this when I'm done. No. It's like an hour and 45. I'm going to well, fucking pull a Dave Chappelle and just record like nine getting, hours of here's, stand-up. Here's, here's, how you have to, here's how you have to die. You have to look up and you go, oh, I see the light, so yeah. I'm just going to close with this. <laughs> <laughs> and, then you just, and then you just expire. What, what, what am I going to say to you guys before I go? What, what, what else is going on? What else is going on? Yeah, I see the light. Okay, I see it. I see it. And just nod at it. Not, yeah, I got, yeah, I I got, got it. it. Just, I got, I'm good. Just, just got, this is a long one. Um, so yeah, I've been and I started there for like four years, and then um, you know how you are when you're four years old in comedy. I'm fucking hilarious. Time to move to LA. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and moved here and um, wasn't didn't have it had like a day job that where I like slowly lost all will to live yeah, and just started that. yeah right just just laying it up and phoning it in until they finally were like you don't really want to work here anymore do you I was like what is it the, the poop on the counter in the anymore I never Didn't. wanted to work <laughs> exactly. here and no no clue um and uh so like for the last three months of my job I worked out of my house on um what what now looked to me to be like the the Mac version of like a Tandy you know what I mean like a Commodore 64 it's like the shittiest computer <laughs> and I had to like, di- like dial up and I was doing I was building a website and I would have to like build a little bit of it and then send it into work and it would take hours during which I would watch Nickelodeon during the day I've watched every episode of Little Bear like a hundred times fantastic <laughs> daytime what, Nickelodeon what were you oh, building yeah. a, what were you building websites on OMG I built the website for the uh, Teenage Mutant not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the other ones the fucking fighting awful kung fu these guys um what are those? Uh, Power Rangers. The, the Power, Power Rangers, Rangers movie. Rangers. Power Rangers movie. You built the website. I cannot remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. By the way, I have the memory of like a geriatric alcoholic. So what? Uh, what, um, what? What? Uh, what? What platform were you? What program were you using? Oh, I had, build- I had like a consultant. So I was the creative director, and then I had somebody build the site. So like they would build it, and I would look at it, and I would tell them it was ugly. But I mean, back then we didn't really know. <laughs> we didn't really know. I don't know. It's, it's got colors. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell like you what's really fun. good for a website <laughs> is emphasize the Green Ranger. A lot of a lot of pop ups. A lot of animated gifts. A lot of things where things sparkle a lot yeah. of rolling over and Drippy, things would change yes. Yes. Exactly. HTML. yeah yes. yeah tons mm-hmm. of flash so that every time you load up the site it takes like two minutes right for and like, to... like you know there'd be a sound effect like, wah, yeah wah. building <laughs> frames a lot of frames <laughs> are good frames were huge in the 90s it's so funny now whenever you see like whenever you click on something and it says like open frame you're like what is there what is, is this did i enter a wormhole and go back in time why is there still frames? this vestigial frame still it's like looking at the a internet. kangle hat like it's not the fucking 90s uh, in like five years, this is going to come back. I swear. The frame, frames yeah. are going cool. J still irony. wears Kangol hats. Well, uh, he, he can do that. Hello, Cool J. He, he lives in a time warp. His house wants. is like he lives in a refrigerator. Who uh, who <laughs> was <in> a refrigerator? <laughs> like Funky Bruce Bruce Bruce. He still looks like that. <laughs> there was so he looks like he's been looking the same way for twenty five years. No, no. What's always, always very funny to me is LL Cool J, who became. I, I enjoy LL Cool J. Rock the bells. But oh when I was in high school, he had an album. 
And there was a song he had called The Bristol Hotel. Mm-hmm. And it was the filthiest song I had heard at the time. What and I love is that the filthiest song you'd heard was an LL Cool J song. Because at his filthiest, <laughs> yeah. he was like PG-13, I think. Wait, yeah, but, yeah. but this song was all about this super slutty girl that would fuck anyone. Oh, and there were all these references like... You'd fuck her, but you didn't know that the guy that went before you had AIDS. Oh, and like, Jesus I'm, That's what exactly that's like what the, I'm saying. That was his blue you period. You, did, so you didn't up. know the guy before you was too short? Yeah. <laughs> so or easy eat. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the Bristol Hotel, if you, if you find it. You know, kids, uh, go go on your iTunes or your Napsters or whatever. Your Share Bear. You know, your Share I Bear. just learned about Share Bear. I didn't know that. I had, I thought I had my shit together, but my niece was like, I just learned I about it by you saying right? that. I don't know what it, I don't <laughs> know what it is. It's, it's like impossible to know everything. Like, peer to peer. And I, am I, am I, she's like 12. It's humiliating. To have a twelve-year-old, no, that's what the they, I'm at a point I can't, I can't steal music. Anymore. I have never stolen music, and yeah. I won't steal music, and I don't endorse it. But she's twelve. What does she know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the RIAA should get in there either, and you know make I mean? an example out of her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, LL Cool J has a line of clothing at uh, I think Sears now. Oh, and no. and he has like I was out as as Sears, and then they had a like a, a TV, skins. a little TV like near his display area of all the his clothing line. And it's just like, it's just him, like, with his kids going, I remember when my mom used to take us to Sears. It was the best part of the day. And I'm like, no, you didn't fucking No, you stopped shopping there the second you made a dollar. Yeah, exactly. But I think he he missed a real opportunity to uh, do uh, LL Cool JC Penny. Come on, you guys. I know. I was looking. I was looking so hard over the last few seconds. I had nothing. I had nothing. Those are some LL Cool jeans. (laughs) Oh, shit. LL Cool jeans. Two upped already. One of the legs is just super short. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh my god, that would be an amazing. Yeah. Let's start that trend. It's like one leg is a short, and then the other leg is just the the regular. But you pant can only leg. like those uh, are what LL Cool jeans are. But like, if it's the left leg, that you can only get those on the West Coast. Right, it's the right leg. You can this only is, get those. There are rules. This is a terrible wormhole that you're traveling what? down. It's too complex. There's so much thinking. Now to the belt loops. <laughs> <laughs> who were uh, so who who were some of the people that you uh, you know that I started yeah, with? you started with that yeah. were in my class. Uh, ooh, uh, well, when I like when I yeah like Patton. Greg Barrett, Brian Bussain, Blinka Patch, uh, Dave Anthony, mm-hmm. Ray James. If you guys know Ray James, yeah, 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 yeah. I, remember, I know Ray. Yeah, uh, Ray and I, Ray and I, and a, co- a comedian named Al Manalo did a like my first real tour. It was like a college tour in a van. Um, already, I know you guys. Your interest is peaked, right? Glamorous. It is. Um, it was what a college, kind of van? Uh, one that smelled like feet and despair. <laughs> That's all vans. Yeah, that's all vans. Um, yes, and uh, it, and. Um, it was a, it was the worst thing. It made me so tough though. It was the worst thing. It was a college tour and it was a game show. So we would go to a college. Oh, yeah, already. Your face, look how your face is just sinking, right? Just sinking down. So <laughs> no, 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 no. Every they, humiliating set you've had feels a little bit better now, doesn't it? They made us do that but for singled out. Oh, anyway, anyway. But you, but it, was, it was a TV oh, show, but it was a TV show. We were just three fucking chuckleheads. Okay. So it was me, a white guy and a Filipino uh, guy. So already right, the racist right. like, no, hey, this I've heard this joke. Yeah, this bit, we walk into a bar and then we all die of humiliation. <laughs> so uh, we would go to college, and the first part of the show was we'd each do ten minutes, and uh, and then the second part of the show for a half hour was a game show, and uh, like you'd the person could spin a wheel, and then whatever it landed on they would win. It was all money, like cash, if they could sit through a minute in front of us on stage without breaking. <laughs> so what they would do is they would come to the show, and then they would spend our sets trying not to laugh. 
which they were all very effective at. They were all professional non-laughers. <laughs> they would just sit there being stoic for the first 30 minutes while we would suffer. And then the last 30 minutes, you know, we'd all like, we'd do characters and we'd dress up and, you know, just generally sell our souls every week for, you know, I think the shows were like paid like 50 bucks or 75 bucks a show. I mean, it was just wow. abject. And, uh, and Ray would strip. The thing was, it wasn't that you couldn't laugh. You couldn't break it all. Like you had to be really like completely stoic. So if you broke it all, you lost. And Ray would do, uh, he would strip. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Ray James. <laughs> I know Ray wrote on white Shipmates. as the white as the PS. moon. <laughs> he did. Wow. He wrote on. He That's wrote. That's amazing. On, yeah. I, did, I thought he was in New York at the time because he was at. We SNL were doing for that in New York. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. We're going to talk about our. We'll mut- talk about our, our dating show. Yeah. Humiliating dating. We'll history. get there. Um, so uh, he would strip and he would like take off his sweaty sweat socks and like wrap them around. You know, it was for only for guys though. Like wrap them around their neck and like give them like a lap dance and it broke everybody. Until somebody who clearly had some real issues with not coming out of the closet, like jumped up and punched him, like oh knocked my God. Sat down, and we had to like flee. We had to flee this the school, like the end of uh, fucking Hocus Pocus, where the wind is coming in and everyone's running and shirts are floating out. It was like ah, ah, like pick up our shit. Was that the out. Kathy Najimy witch movie? No, no, that this is like in the eighties, and it was uh, the kid from uh, Eight Is Enough uh, with the with the curly hair. Uh, um, Willie Ames. What are you thinking Willie about? Ames. Three and, witches. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the Witches Black of Eastwick. Candle? Witches of Eastwick. No, Witches no. of Eastwick wasn't with Kathy. Abracadabra. Oh no, there is a the Bette Midler Hocus Pocus movie. There is another movie. That's the one. That's yeah. the Africa Poke. But you were you're Pocus Cadabra. Pocus Cadabra. Uh, no, this was in the 80s, and it was Willie Ames and uh, and uh, some other douchebag, and uh, they get magic powers, which with which they blow up girls' skirts and. That was zapped. Zapped. That's what it's called. Yeah, Thank you, Zapped. Uh, Willie Ames and Scott, Scott Bayo. Bayo. See, yeah. There you go. I told you I can't remember what I had for breakfast. Wait. So how do we who. Why did you reference that? Oh, because at the end of this show, we had to literally like run from the campus. Okay, yes. Like with our shit under our arms while people were screaming and throwing things. Yes, and they were paying homage to Carrie at the end of that movie. Really? Uh, not to get too uh, so comedy nerdy about it. Uh, yes, uh, that, so so basically you're saying it was a catastrophic scene yes. getting out of it this was, school. It, and the only thing, other thing I'll say about this tour, other than that, we fought all the time because Ray at the time was this like really intense libertarian and I'm pretty progressive and Al didn't want to talk about politics at all. So Ray would be like, like, the government's going to tattoo us with barcodes and they're going to fucking eat our souls. And I was like, you're a retard. We need police. They need to be roads. And we just yell at each other all day. And then at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Ray would be like, go tell that girl I want to fuck her. So it was like this terrible, like, you know, an unwilling wing woman. My friend yeah. likes you. I think he's mainly clean. Um, <laughs> mainly. Mostly. Most, I think he washes. I don't know. Uh, he, he, Ray was really dirty at the time, like really blue. And um, the rule was we couldn't be blue at all. And we were doing Christian schools where they would say, like, you can't uh, talk about dancing, say the word dance, do anything that looks like dancing can't take the North Lord's name in vain. You were in yeah, that like, small town in Footloose. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were, and I tell you that place fucking exists, and there are multiple versions of it. Um, and if we did, if we broke the rules, even if I said like, "Oh my God," we wouldn't get paid. So we would go to these schools, and uh, and you know they would be furious with Ray because he was tainting their salvation. And then um, I would use the word "Oh my God," and then I would get like "Oh my God" Tourette's and say it like fifty times. And we would have to sleep in the van. I mean, it was like the worst, wow. worst, worst, worst. Wow. But then towards the end, he got Ray got so many complaints. Hi, Ray. That um, uh, they fired him. But we were like in New Me- Bisbee, Arizona, Bis- Bisbee, Arizona, I think, or somewhere like equally remote. Like that's where ghost towns are. Bisbee. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, that's a p- beautiful metaphor for this tour. And. Um, we didn't know what to do. We couldn't get another comic because the show paid so little. We couldn't even pay someone to fly to where we were. <laughs> you know, you're like, we can afford to give you a Coke when you get here. And uh, so Ray, <laughs> the statute of limitations, I'm sure, is up on this particular fraudulent act. So Ray just changed his name 
to a different name (laughs) (laughs) and started doing the same material Uh, in a British accent. Nice. Oh, that's great. So there was a guy back then, I think, named Tony Moorwood, who was a British comic who, like, lived in San Francisco, and so Ray changed his name to Derek Lestwood. And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> the same material for like another month and of course when he was English it was just adorable and piquant and racy and no, he didn't get any more complaints after that oh my god oh, wow. he's so cheeky now that he's English when he was American he was a dirty whore fucking yeah. you know, maybe he should have stuck bag. with that he- <laughs> <laughs> like he could have been, that been so crazy to be like a His huge that was terrible too it was the worst but like little lord Fauntleroy that would be oh. awesome if he had stuck with that and that would have been his hook but it's right? like I don't think he's he doesn't seem well looks somebody like came to one of our shows and he said he was from London and this guy goes I'm from London <laughs> Ray turns purple <laughs> <laughs> what, what oh. neighborhood from oh I'm from this is Ray I'm from I'm from Underhill I'm from Overshire the Underhill's Overshire and I was in the back Laying, I was I literally had like hyperventilating. I was laughing so hard, like I couldn't do my set because the guy was like quizzing him. He had not, he couldn't oh, even make shit. up a good answer. That's and where Larry like, the Cable guy like came from. He got fired off a college tour, and no, I'm kidding. Oh god! <laughs> there was, do you know that he doesn't? He doesn't, no, he talk, doesn't talk like talk that normally no, no, no. at all. Yeah. There's yeah. footage of him when he was just doing, you know, regular po- stand-up. And then he was doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like you know, blazer guy. But yes. Can we just talk about London for a quick second? I don't know when this episode's going to drop, but it'll be relatively soon. And I saw something on I saw something on CNN where I was like, really, CNN. I was, way, I was I was somewhere. I was in a restaurant, so I couldn't hear what they were saying. But it just the headline said about the London riots. Uh, London riots. Could this happen here? Oh yeah, that I'm was like, like all CNN. Uh, that's all they've been talking uh, about. Today. L.A. Liberty yeah. City. What do you want? Yeah, what do you yeah, want, CNN? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's not that hard to look a little back City. and see that it yeah. has happened here numerous times. CNN has seven minutes of news. They're trying to expand it to 24 hours <laughs> yeah. every day. They're just could like, how else here? could we? Poor what guys. other orifice does this story have? <laughs> do you mean again? Talk? You mean yeah, again? Right? Yeah, exactly. Let's just do the same story again. I don't know. I'd say we're a lot lazier of a country than we were, you know, 15, 20 years ago. I don't think we could sustain riots over time. You know what I mean? We're good starters, but we're not good finishers. Which is spread out, you yeah. know, like London is like it's like city streets, and you right. can yeah. kind of like really, you know, now people just complain in. on message boards yeah. and Twitter. Yeah, yeah but exactly. even the, even the more organized, crazy people like the teabaggers. I mean, they can only get it up every like few weeks. So they, like, they, that's know. the thing about teabaggers, though, is like they're not violent. They just barbecue they, and yeah, say and irritating, yell. dumb things. Right, so it's like being around. in a yeah. parking lot at a Green Bay Packers yeah. game. <laughs> tailgating, exactly. It's a tailgate party. Oh my god, you guys, that's it. The teabag movement is just a big tailgate party. You look at though; they're all just like. Equally stupid, but they're all like their 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 faces are painted. They're wearing funny hats and they're just grilling outside and saying that Obama's not from the country. But then you see like when like uh, like crazy left wing people uh, like protest, they fucking put dumpsters on fire and then roll it towards police (laughs) officers. And And then like all of us on the left had to be like, well. Oh yeah. fuck! Oh shit! Wow. Please, really? I want a barbecue. Yeah. Please <laughs> don't we, do that. We should be more barbecue. I want. Yeah, I want exactly. We should just sell yeah. everything. Yeah. Grill marks. There's too many Let's vegetarians on our side. Yeah. Like, are we really out. gonna grill? Carcinogenic? Can't yeah. we just do something organic? How about some kombucha? And then we all just lie down and get high and take everything. Settled by a throwdown with Bobby Flay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But switching focus that. back to you, Aisha Tyler. I remember the first time I feel like our paths sort of crossed was. I did politically incorrect a bunch, and I know you yeah. did a bunch oh, yeah. too. But we never did it together. No, that's true. Um, but uh, but that was a really that was, that was a fun show to do at that at that at that time There's in the in the like 1900s. Now and then I oh in the olden days in and the they olden days. Our wagon. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's it's too bad because I mean, obviously, real time now, you know, they have comics on. But it, th- that was a place where if you're a comedian, I mean, that's literally probably why I got talk to mm-hmm. because I really wanted to audition for it, and uh, they're like, no one knows who you are. 
And I was like, well, I, I do this TV show like once every three. I mean, I was on that show. I, I don't even know how many times I did it, but it was like once a month almost. Mm-hmm. I was always on it. And I was like, well, I do this TV show and I'm, you know, somebody knows who my mom watches it. <laughs> um, and uh, and then somebody there saw me on there and they're like, OK, since you've done this other TV thing, we'll give you a break. We'll yes. give you a break. So ridiculous that they were like, no one knows who you are. Oh, really? I'm sorry I'm not a big name like Steve Kometko. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I don't mean to drag your curve down. Yeah. Wow, I yeah, forgot about it's an him. Interesting, it's an interesting self-awareness they have at the E! Network. So, uh, so then they were like, well, we'll let you come in and we'll let you, I think I'll audition like my audition. And then I was like, just let me guest host one show. Like, I don't even want to, just give me one shitty, give me Tuesday. Give me the Tuesday. No one's watching on Tuesday. And I got, I did one show. And um and they got so much positive fan feedback that like literally I got voted into that job. Oh, that's was, yeah, awesome! Yeah, which was great. They were like they were mystified that like, you got more, but you got better fan mail than Jennifer Love Hewitt. I was like, really? Are we having this conversation? <laughs> wow. um, Are you but, trying to make me feel better? I don't know what, I don't know not as good feel. as Steve Kometko though. Uh, I, mean, you know, gotta, I mean, you know, look, the K Man. Don't overreach, Brownie. The K, um, the K Man wears <laughs> sleeveless suits. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't overreach. <laughs> and I also think they felt like a girl could never do the show, and a black person could never do the show. This is a show for college guys and. And the fact that people said, no, we really like her and what she's doing, like it just kind of, it was the thing that kind that of That was a fun, I guess, hosted around the same time when they yeah. were in that in-between when period. When they were for like six or seven months and they couldn't figure it out, right? Yeah, and they it was Gary. literally just like Tom McNamara, the stage manager, who's still the stage I manager for The Soup. I love Tom so much. I and love him. he was our Web Soup stage manager, too. And it was literally just him and like two writers. Yeah. Sometimes just one writer. In the, the studio, and that's it. The other guy it. couldn't be bothered. That <laughs> yeah. was it. Jeez. And it was great. I mean, what was nice about it back then, and um. And I don't know that they're, they, even the, the iteration of it now is the same as it. It was just so homemade. I mean, it was just Wayne's World. It was clearly just a couple of fucking yeah. knuckleheads. And we did whatever we wanted. And it was the only show I've ever done where in the middle of taping, we'd be like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if Tom ran through with a big-ass fucking hoagie? And then we would stop down for 10 minutes and someone would get him a sandwich and we would tape it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It was so great. And, it, and, and every day, if it didn't work, you had to show the show the next day. And so there wasn't that kind of like, you know how it is where you're so precious with your jokes and you grip everything super tightly. And we, yeah. just, we just fucked around. Wait, and was it daily back then? It was daily. It was a five, yeah, five, five days. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did four, and then Friday would be like a recap of the best. That's right. Yeah, because there was there were so many fucking daytime talk shows back then that it made sense to to do it every day. Ricky was on a lot. I remember we did a lot of Ricky. We did a lot of uh, Richard Bay, Sally Jesse, all that stuff. And then we started to incorporate the reality stuff, like like towards the uh, later in my run, like you know Survivor and all that stuff. When we were doing that kind of thing too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just, it was really, what was interesting about when I was there was that it really was a clip show in the beginning. And then by the time I'd been there like six months or nine months, it was a comedy show and the clips had been like, an, like maybe 90 seconds. And by the time I'd been there for half a year, they were down to like 20 or 30 seconds. It was like, how little of this clip can we show to get us to the joke? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really about the joke and fuck these clips and people can watch this shit somewhere else. And yeah. let's just be, make this be a comedy show. And we were doing sketches and we started doing animated pieces. And so. Um, it really just became more of a variety show. And then we, you know, we got everybody. I mean, they'd all been doing this, but we got Alan and we got all the guys into the show more, trying to have them be characters and have them do stuff. And it was, was a, it was probably after Archer the best job I've ever had. Wow. You know, even though I, 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 now, I, now I'm nursing some, some scarred over pus filled wounds about it. But um, I'm not bitter, though. Just, <laughs> no, I mean, not hey, bitter, just wounded and angry. That's yeah, not bitter. It's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. No, that is a tumor in my craw. No. And fuck um, all of you. Yeah, I'll show yeah, you someday. Yeah, yeah. But other than that. Steaming shit. I'm going to leave then, in the hallway on the way to, out of here. You, you got to be on Friends. Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. That was awesome. I know. I've been so, so lucky and really, really grateful. Like, I don't have, you know, I don't think... I don't think anybody really wronged me. The business is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, but I but I feel like for me, I loved that show like a person. You know what I mean? I still feel that way about it. And uh, and I don't feel personally upset about the way it went away. I do. But I, on behalf of other people on the show, I feel that way because I just left it and did friends. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But there are guys who are writing on that show who got one day's notice that the show was ending uh, who aren't even in the business anymore. Like that's oh, how traumatic no. it is. How long how long did yeah, you how long did you do talk talk like close to like approaching 2 years. Okay. Yeah. And that's um, every day. Every day, five days a week, and then we got a week off at the holidays. And sometimes, if I wanted to do stand up, we'd try to pretape an extra show so I could like. What was get away the schedule with. like for a daily show like that? Like it's like all this incredibly demanding for a shitty little twenty-two minute yeah. <laughs> cable show. Um, Coming in the morning on uh, nine o'clock, tear makeup, and we tape around ten thirty or eleven, and then we'd break at lunch at you know noon. We, it was to live to tape, but it didn't yeah. ever take us more than an hour. It usually, just take a yeah. half hour, forty minutes, and then uh, one to five or one to six, we'd write the next show. Like the guys would have been writing wow. that day, and then we would spend about an hour working on the script and three hours talking an insane amount of shit and making really dirty jokes. Yeah. You know who doesn't work that yeah, hard love, is Michael Yo. It's right like, he just doesn't... <laughs> oh my God, you're here! <laughs> Wait, I got a question. How do you have so many Twitter followers? Oh, <laughs> I mean, have you seen... Because like, he has like I, 10 television shows, have I'm you like, noticed? I'm like, you're like Oprah, but no. It's like, you're like a white version, a male version of Oprah. Oh my God, you're I've been like waiting so long for someone to tell me that. Oh, I mean, I'm waiting so long. He's like Oprah only without any of the life-changing effect on other people. Guys, can we all just remember our spirit for a second, please? Would you would you just Are you tweet living me your best and life? say follow at Michael Yo? Would you <laughs> just do that one Yes, just one time. Yes, of course I will. Just at Michael Yo. Yes, I will. And if you don't do it, I'll say you're a racist. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're, you're d- doubly racist. I'm doubly two racist. racist. Yeah. He's biracial. There you go. You hate all of my many people. Oh, of course, a black person would say that. Yeah, anyway, um, it's okay. That's, we, don't really, we don't really feel that way. It's just an easy. It's just it's an easy, easy way to go. Yeah. And so that was so funny. Yes, of course I'll tweet Michael Yo. <laughs> and and he got we just got he just got airtime on the Nerdist podcast. Yeah, and right. He, that was it. Was yeah. subtle. I just snuck in here and just put himself in the <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tweet him. Like, you don't need such to tweet anything because you just said tweet at Michael. Yo, you just, it just happened. Yeah. I love Michael. He's going He's back She's in on it. She's in on it. She knew what was going on. He's, He's just trying to get right more. Twitter She's taking. Followers. I'm going to start getting emails from her. Like Michael wants to know why you haven't tweeted. Him. There's a lapse yeah. in the show. This is your opportunity. He's going, yeah. Yeah. He just went back to his office with a map that says Twitter with question mark and red strings along it. That it just shows Nerdist podcast. There's a bookcase that slides. There's a knife in our logo. <laughs> yeah, it's like a beautiful mind. There's all these Twitter things, uh, hashtags. Hashtag dick tits. What does it mean? What does it mean? Is it the key? Is it the key to more followers? <laughs> it's all pointing to a thing. Yeah. And, um, and that's but, Michael Yo. And that's, we just did him. Oh, I love Michael. He's I love great. our Michael Yo segments on the show. It's going to be recurring <laughs> now. <laughs> He's so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what's fun. You never know who's going to drop by. Yeah. I don't even remember what this space was when I was here, but that was my dressing room. Oh, right on the yeah, other side there. Who's right is there. that now? It's, 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 it's a non-specific utility. dressing room. Oh. Yeah, like because they, they retired my fucking number, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were doing, when you started doing, you started doing talk soup. Did you did you continue to do stand up at that time, or did you just not have time? Yeah, I didn't have as much time, but I would get out like two or three three weekends a year. I mean, it was really limited. I would go up and do shows here in town because I could, yeah. and then I would go like I always would go to San Francisco. I'd go to New York. I'd go to like Tempe. You know, I would maybe do like five cities a year. Chicago. Well, I really wish I'd been able to play cop when it was right on the like down on the on the wharf yeah when it was just a tiny tiny room it was tiny Cobbs is fun now but it, it literally Cavernous. it's like a, it's, it's like an airplane and hanger it's anxiety producing too yeah I mean like you know you're always like am I gonna sell this room am I gonna sell this well you can room? have 300 people room? show up and the room still feels empty totally totally and yeah. and also like that's where I started and I'm lucky that that's probably where I oh I do best because it's my hometown 
Um, and uh, but like every time, like and I've sold I've sold that room like many times. And then the last time I was there, I sold Friday and Saturday, and like kind of sold Thursday and Sunday. And I was like, "There's nobody in the hammock that's hanging from the rafters. I'm a failure." <laughs> <laughs> so. I always I always feel more comfortable at Punchline just because it's like 200 people. Punchline's intimate and it's and it's more a f- like a real comedy. That's, club. A, fun, that's a perfect comedy club. Just the the Punchline, like, it really yeah. is. Yeah, no, there's. It's, I don't know how people pressure. know where it is. It's like tucked away punchline? in the financial district. Yeah, yeah. Up, paper, up, yeah. paper, yeah. paper emails. I guess go up to the nondescript bank building. And then yeah. That was where I did like all of my showcasing. You know, that was like the club where you went on Sunday and sat there crying into your soup and never got up for weeks <laughs> on end. Well, yeah. they were like, maybe next time, kiddo. Uh, so yeah, so that that is another place that I don't particularly love going back. It's so funny. I sound so angry, and I'm really not. I'm a happy, happy person, and I love doing stand up. But you know, the, the part, the, the crucible of the first few years you do stand up is just so emotional. Like you just remember. For me, I remember those years so vividly. Oh yeah. And um, I was doing. Who was I talking to? Oh, I was talking to John Benjamin about like when he was buddy. Um, I feel like it was Sam Cedar. Uh, maybe not. When he started, he was a, like in a team, and he was just saying he would go to watch his buddy do stand up, and he would just wait at this club every Sunday for six hours and never get up and be like, oh, maybe yeah. next week. And I was like, that was that was what it was like for like the first two years I did Jesus. comedy. You know, you just come down, hang out. Maybe we'll put you up. Maybe we won't. Oh, fuck you. Maybe next. But week. But then you realize that's a big part of it is yeah. hanging out and just watching comedy. That part of it you enjoy, and yeah. I would rather go sit at a comedy club and watch the show rather than doing this like please, uh, please pick me. And, please, and San please. Francisco is a phenomenal place to Great. start doing stand up. Makes you very tough. It really, tough, yeah. yeah, and but but also it's a city where people read books and mm-hmm. they understand. It's you know they understand how to go see a live show and they're they're, they're smart crowds. I think San Francisco yeah. is a great place. Even to the start. current wave of comics that are coming down, like Moshe Kasher, Brian yeah. Weinbach, like, yep. um, Ali Wong. Um, there's a lot of there's a, um, a lot of people coming down from like San Francisco that are just great, smart and interesting. Yeah. Smart, interesting guys come out of that. I mean, and it's very competitive. I mean, because you don't you you know you feel like the level the the lowest part of the bar is so high, you really feel pressured to. To, to be as like personal as original as you can very early, and also you're not there trying to cultivate five minutes for an agent to pick you. You know, you're just trying yeah. to be as funny as you can. So I always tell people like, don't like it, if you have other stuff that you're working on in LA, that's fine, but don't go to LA with the intention of starting no, stand up. That was the mistake no I made. You should go to. But you're a writer too, though, aren't you? Yeah, but that that's just kind of something that happened uh, mm-hmm. in the middle of doing stand. Trying I just to do did Brett Ehrlich for my if show. If he was talking about oh, it. I love yeah, Brett, Brett's yeah. so fucking funny. If so. you're young, I think you should go to San Francisco or Austin or maybe maybe you know city like that then go to new york yeah right and then and then chicago if you, even chicago. i don't know yeah, chicago seems like yeah. there's a lot of people a lot of coming clubs out there and yeah. guys working out there and i apparently atlanta is supposed to be great like really? I, was, I was talking to like one of the guys that opened for me and i was like can you even get up in this town he's like oh my god there's so many laughing rooms. skull is a great room laughing it's tiny great. but it's a fucking fun so room fun. Yeah. that's the only time where i just walk out and i'm like let's see what happens yeah, night, you know yeah, what I, mean? yeah. I have no idea what i'm gonna talk about and it doesn't matter it's like you're just having a conversation lower, with people. lower yeah. stakes out yeah. anywhere else and like they in get LA. a different show they get a yeah. totally you know they get a, i mean they get a more intimate more you know kind of it's interesting for them it's interesting for you because yeah. you're not like there's 400 people you're not gonna fucking destroy yeah you know you can just and go la and, has that stigma of uh you never know who's in the room oh, and that's what you're worst. instilled in very early on starting out here it's right. just it's kind of like and it's true like i after a couple open mics like you know i was seen by uh Scott Ackerman and B.J. Porter, and they're like, oh, come and hang out at the show we're starting. And like, mm-hmm. I was too young. I was right. too, too new. I had a set, but nothing more than that. Yeah. And then like, I was too scared to try new stuff. And it's just a bad place to start. Oh, I regret it's, it's it all hard. the time. It's a challenge. I mean, all the thing the is, you'll, you'll, you're, you're talented and you'll prevail. You know what I mean? You have to, I mean, yeah. I just, just spent 10 minutes talking about how I'm like completely like hampered by all of my early <laughs> yeah. So now I'm going to lie to you. But yeah. no, you will. I mean, you'll transcend all that. Yeah, stuff. no, but I mean, it's, it's, it was it was a while back. And like, I've made like all like great yeah. friends. Like I met Chris during that time and stuff like that. So hi. Hey, hi, buddy. At the Bruco. Um, Yay. Like I hate also the other thing that happens now for me, which is 
because a lot of guys work out at the improv and a lot of people that people recognize from TV work out at the improv mm -hmm. and you go up on stage there and they do your credits and everybody's like, Wee, I can't wait to see somebody that I remember from TV. And then there's this interior pressure like I came here to work out, but now I got to give these people who see me on TV some TV like experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you feel like you can't work out fully because they're like, well, we want to see what we would have heard on Archer. We want to see, you know what I mean? And uh, and you, you feel this like pressure too. And a lot of guys will go and they'll like, you know, like I went up once and it was like me and Drew Carey and Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. I don't know why this happened, but it's like all those people on one show and everybody just went up and scrubbed fucking miserably. Because everybody's like, we want to fucking, we want 10 minutes of your special. You know what I mean? And then yeah. they're like, this isn't new. Yeah, there's more pressure. You know, it's like, like you know, the, like Seinfeld says in The Comedian, you know, you get a few minutes of grace period right. from the audience because they know who you are. But then I almost feel like there is way more pressure on those guys because people come in being like, this is going to be the greatest, greatest comedy. And it's yeah. like, or, and yeah. there's a surprise and they're so excited. And they're like, I'm going to get 10 minutes of Chris's special. Yeah. And then Chris has a notebook. Yeah. <laughs> and he's reading to, he's doing his sets like down to his notebook. You know what I mean? Because he's not there to give you 10 minutes of special. He's there to work stuff out. But, right. Um, so I think that that feeling of like going up at one of these clubs and always feeling like, I don't know, I got to try to yeah. kill it. Every, you know, uh, is always exists. one of the reasons why I kind of started the meltdown space. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I want a place to work out and just fuck around, and people know that that's what's going on, and it's totally. and, it, and it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Chris Rock at uh, the original room at the comedy store once, and it was oh, like there was like store. nobody was there. <laughs> I don't even know why I was there. I think I was just on a show earlier, but it was um, he showed up and Louis was there, and like just uh, Chris went on stage and just like sat on a stool and just was like, ah, what movies are out? <laughs> and someone would be like, um, this movie. He's like, all right, this is why that movie sucks. Oh, and then we would just kind of like mumble through why that movie sucks. Right. And then, then he would go to Louis. like, hey, anything else, Louis? He's like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> just, uh, it was, but there was like five people in there and Brody Stevens pacing in the back waiting to go on. Did you guys watch that uh, talking funny thing that uh, they did? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I wish it was like three hours long because I felt like they had like the beginning of a conversation and then it was over. Well, what was funny about that is that it was watching, and I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, was watching Ricky Gervais. Be who, a baby comic? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Be a totally Would fucking say, baby comedian. Saying all yeah. that stuff that you yeah. say when yeah. you're new when to you're comedy. Three. Yeah. I'm never gonna. Do, I don't want to do the same stuff, and, I, no. and it's like, oh my god, are you baby serious? Comedian. And they, they would and they were, all of them. They weren't even like we were all enraged. They were like, all right, little guy. I know it was yeah. so adorable. Yeah, express your opinion. But it was really yeah. fun to watch, like someone. Put your billion dollars away. Let's exactly. tell you how it is. But you get that off your pile of money. <laughs> but that's what was so fun was to watch someone like Ricky Gervais, who is you know ostensibly at the you know at the peak of his career, mm -hmm. but still, it just kind of shows you like you know you may never always be exactly where you right. want to be because here he is. With the three of the best comics ever. Yeah. And they're sort of like, okay, you know. You know yeah, what was really yeah. interesting also was there was like this moment that I really loved where they like, th that was the kind of the difference between them and Ricky was like, these guys are like, I love funny. Like, I've, I've really come to that place in my career. I love anything funny. And I'm not embarrassed to say I like fart jokes. I like puns. I'm not, I mean, that's not what I do in, co in com comedy, but I laugh at stupid shit all the time. And there's something... Like, I have a pure love of comedy. And that's what they're saying. Like, we have a pure love of comedy. There's stuff we'll do that we think is good. There's stuff that we won't do that we think is bad. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that I don't love the the body of the thing that is comedy. Right. And Ricky was like, no, there's good stuff and there's bad stuff. And let's all agree. <laughs> and then let's have tea. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, you know, and, and also that you can, like, like guys who work totally differently from you. And respect that, even yeah. if it's not what you would do. I loved hearing, listening to Ricky Gervais talk about, like, well, I can't just go up and talk. I mean, then that's not, I'm not doing anything. And finally, mm -hmm. I was like, why don't you just be funny? Everything. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Right? I mean, like, there's nothing better, I think, than going up on stage 
and talking and surprising the shit out of yourself. Well, because like, you, you, you know, because you have sometimes stuff comes out of your brain that you didn't plan. And of you're like, course. I just did that. Mad. That was magic. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then you try it again and nothing. Uh, nothing. Well, Never you again. also, you know, <laughs> you also, I think the trick is to slowly over time merge the two parts of your brain. Because when you first start doing comedy, this is idea of like, oh, I have to be something. Yeah, I have to be a big idea. I have to be this thing. And that's what's funny. And I have to make jokes. And, you know, and then the more comfortable you get, it just starts to merge more with just, I'm me. Mm-hmm. And this is what I say. And, yeah. that and, is the and thing. it doesn't feel like anything. Right. It's just, you, that, that's the thing, though. I think, like, the, the, when you finally make the transition from being, like, a transition from being a baby comic to, like, kind of inhabiting your comedic self fully is when you can just fully and 100% be yourself on stage. Like, you don't transform into anybody else. You don't think differently. You're just fully yourself on stage Mm -hmm. and you're not referring to any other act or any other idea and that takes so long and that's the thing it's just time there's nothing there's no other way to do that than just to do comedy a million fucking times until that happens (laughs) did you feel that did you feel that there's no other answer there's no way did you feel like when you were doing uh the talk soup that like your stand-up suffered because you weren't maybe writing as much or performing as much in every way yeah um and i would i i I would get i whenever i had to do a show i would fucking flop sweat like i would be so afraid i would be afraid i wouldn't remember my material i'd be afraid the audience would hate me i would I, it was just, and it was just. It ended up being this kind of like I would walk, like sleepwalk through my shows, and yeah. and it was um, weird because you didn't feel that way before you no, were working. No, 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 exactly, and and um, you know, because you have to inhabit that world. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot, and and you can become very precious with your material because you don't do stand up enough. So every little bit, like you just grip it so sweaty tight, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but now that I, I tour pretty frequently, and I. And I, you know, also it makes it easier when you go to a show and everybody bought a ticket with your name on it. Yes. It changes the entire experience yeah. of stand up because they're going to listen to whatever you say. Not that you're going to phone it in, but like you can just get up there and you can be free. You know what I mean? And you're not like, I've got to get them in the first five minutes. Of course. And I've got to, and then I've got to close with this and I've got to tag that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you don't have that, which I had when I was working. I was like, it's got to go like this. And then if I fuck up the thing for the callback for the end, what am I going to do? I'm going to end the show. Oh, God. You know, the thing where you like realize. Spike the mic. You always spike the mic and then get the fuck out. During that, like three quarters of the set, you're like, I didn't set up, I didn't set up the callback. I didn't set up the callback. And then just the train just goes. How about this? Wait, this is, this is, this is my, this is my sarcastically favorite moment. Uh, is when you're in the third show of a three show night and you go, (laughs) you say something and you go, did I already say oh that? My God. And everyone goes, "Yes!" You're like, oh <laughs> shit! I'm sorry. I've done three. I've done almost four hours of oh. comedy today. I don't think that's actually ever happened to me, but I have had the moment where, I, in my oh, head, I go, God. like, like literally, I have like a like I'm having an oh, aneurysm. Like that's... I stop, you know, like a robot. Oh. And there's just a minute where everyone's like, "What's yeah. happening?" I'm like, did I did I did I say that? And they're like, "Now we can't even look at you anymore." I don't yeah. mind. Yeah. I don't. I'll tell you why I don't mind because some some really great stuff happens from the fuck ups. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can make stuff out of that so i don't mind that mm-hmm. as much but i do i just feel like a big douchebag but you know by that third show it's like oh. you're you know you refuse to do that anymore poop on that well poop it's because it's because show. i can't do sunday shows and so oh, sometimes yeah. they'll tack a third show yeah, on a saturday true. night so when i was jobs. doing clubs well look at the time is that a, <laughs> a hotel key yeah. the, no 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 no. this was my parking pass that's that, his parking pass this is my parking the, pass that didn't work and so i have to turn it back in oh. he, and he looked at it for the time yeah yeah he's got synesthesia and he can yes that's right i see i can see i can see sense in parking yeah, passes their yes. level above first world problems because that's what you got <laughs> yeah. I, I cyborg think, problems I think yeah. that cyborg problems motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. cyborg. don't even make cyborg me is black. actually cyborg was black sorry let me take that back he was black I was <laughs> don't tell me motherfuckers that's actually racist to robots no, like, no, we don't no, all no, talk that way you know cyborg you don't remember cyborg from Teen Titans no, oh my god yes. god 
So I worked when she lived in Harlem and they had a terrible accident. They got rebuilt. Come on. It was the, it was the reason I got into comics because there was finally a black comic character. What do you, uh, are you, are you currently reading stuff that you like? I own, uh, you know, I, I own, I'm reading, I just finished Girls. Mm-hmm. I'm interviewing the Luna Brothers for my podcast. Awesome. I, then I shut my pants when they said yes. Um, <laughs> uh, we, um, I, I've read all the Walking Dead books. Yep. Um, yeah, that, you know, right. that's pretty. Yeah, How about that awesome. last trade, huh? Uh, have I gotten the last trade? I have. 14? I have. I have the. I have the compendium. Yeah. And then I get them on my iPad. Oh. So wow. I haven't gotten the last trade. Yeah. You, did you know you can get them on your iPad? I did. I don't. I need them. No, like, but they're beautiful though. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, get the next. So I'm gonna get the next compendium. Like, I, get, I want the two compendia. I bought them on my iPad. Yeah. I yeah. want the compendium. So I'm gonna wait till we have hundred, and then I'm gonna get the second compendium. But yeah. they're beautiful on you. They're. Re- I mean, they're I hate. I know that people everywhere are like a, like ripping their iPods to shreds and throwing them in the street, but they're really beautiful on an iPad. They're like luminous and yeah. And yeah. I, you know, I don't know what to say when people are like, yeah, I just like to turn the pages of a book, and I'm like, well, I like to carry things on planes that aren't huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so carrying the compendium around because I did. I bought it's it. So and I was, it was in heavy. Toronto and I was working and I was yeah. carrying it everywhere. Like, do you have a test? Uh, Are you studying? <laughs> Man, we're going to have to have $25 service charge for <laughs> compendia. Yeah. It is. But, it, uh, it, they are nice, though. Like, and the artwork is beautiful. Oh, they beautiful. just actually released a, a hardcover book, uh, image that of uh, all the covers Ooh, and all like the concept yeah. art. That and there Robert were also like would... some secondary and, and like tertiary covers that didn't end up on the book, yeah, or they would do yeah. like interior it's pages great. and it's stuff. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're great. Yeah, I, mean, I have like the hardcovers, and then I have like the trades. Yeah, you're have, good. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. a better collector than me. I'm, just, I'm like a lazy. Mother. I'll just buy it when it's all in a book. It's not it's, that Jonah loves rare. comics; he just loves zombies. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I do like comics. It's like that's one thing. Like people talk to me about. Like it's like, oh, are you excited about the new DC revamps? And I'm like, I'm like, here's uh, the thing. I I'm I a really person. like the comic books I like. Yeah. I, and I usually could give a shit about a superhero. Right, right. Really. And I I also feel like encyclopedic collecting. I don't know. Like I I respond to a character and a storyline yeah, yeah. and writing, not just sweet like tooth. I've got to collect all the fucking shit in the Everything world. Everything yeah. in the world. Yeah. It's a new book, Sweet Tooth. That's uh, it's, I mean, it's been around for a bit, but it's. Great I just book. read the one. I just read the first of Morning Glories, which was uh, I don't know how I feel about that one. But I just read what was the new one? What's the new one that those guys are doing? Witch Doctor. I kind of like the little teaser oh, that they did. Uh, the yeah, Witch Doctor. Doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to get into that one next. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I read the first one. Image is think. like Image and Dark Horse are doing great stuff as far as Tom like Morello. Floppies. Tom Morello is launching a comic book. Tom Dark Horse, on Dark Horse right? yes, from Rage Against the Machine. I know, uh, I know. Tom's, work it. Tom's a D and D guy. I'm did you know that? Out. So he's finally no, going to cut his Tom, Tom, is, Tom is a D and D guy, wow. and I, I don't know if I don't Him know if are friends, right? What? Him and Greg Barrett. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Tom. Well, I don't know if this is a story that he wants. Tom played out. with the Dave Matthews Band in Portugal. Does it have to do with him dropping his pants? Anyway. Did it? Is he making any story? <laughs> Let me roll for my cure and yeah. saving throw. What? That's, my, that's Dave Matthews <laughs> playing D&D. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, magic missile. So uh, Tom, I think when he first was dating his his <laughs> wife, he was like, his dating his girl before that ultimately became his wife, he was like, listen, I have something I want to tell you. And she was like, Oh my God! What is it? Are oh, you no. seeing someone else? He's like three balls. I play D and D. He had to come to the fact that he played D and D. I never got into D and D. I feel like it requires a lot of organization. I never. I tried. You, you know it what? Once. It requires yeah. one person. You, it requires one person to be organized, <laughs> and then you show up, and then you play. Uh, so the the, yeah. the key to D and D is finding a good DM who will run the game, and then you can show up with your character and, uh, and play with people. But it's the you, and also I felt like uh, do I have to paint a figurine? No, no, no. That's optional. <laughs> that's optional. That's not optional. Hey, here's it's great. 
green. There you go. I show up with my shitty unpainted figurine yeah. and like get judged by everybody with their beautifully painted figurine. Mm, that's yeah. cuter. Uh, Aisha, that's just nail polish on his yeah. fucking face. That you just dipped. You just dipped, you just dipped him in nail polish. Just the head. Yeah. Just the head I no, I didn't. We'll help him the tips of your He's finger. He's a demon. And I made him red. He's red. He's mm-hmm. demon. What the fuck? <laughs> he rose out of the fe- ashes like a phoenix. Like a phoenix. <laughs> yeah, so I've never got it. I'm a, and now I play video games, which, so, yeah. I'm a video gamer. I, I can only have one thing that ruins my life and, and, and keeps me from making money to pay my mortgage. At oh time. my god, it's so hard to balance all that stuff. I've been, right? I, I had hobbies. to. I was, I was, I was way into Portal Two, and then I kind of just had to. Oh yeah, I started that. It's great. Although I like to kill things, and so Portal Two is something I play when my nieces are around because I like love kids puzzle games. The puzzles are awesome. They're great. They're limbo. good to play with somebody else. Limbo is a great puzzle game, and it's beautiful. Ooh, all right, I like beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You can just download it onto the Xbox, but it's just black and white. Did you guys play Braid? Oh yeah, no. Braid, it's, which it's was fun, like but not beautiful. It's like Braid, but it's like it's like a side scroll. I guess it was beautiful, but it was fucking gorgeous. It was it was beautiful Braid, but it was like Donkey Kong beautiful, like vintage nineteen eighty eight beautiful. Yeah, totally. Um, I would love. I want to talk for a second about uh just because our just sort of parallel yeah our parallel lives our parallel lives so uh i don't remember when blind date started but late 90s i guess yeah, i'm then, trying to think of like when yeah like late 90s maybe like 80 i don't know like so 98 or something something like that yeah. so then that that show explodes and then they are then 15,000 15,000 knockoffs my mine it was, was like shipmates a tri- it was like a, not it's like a triple and, and like you were fifth wheel fell out. <laughs> i was fifth wheel that i was, was with the rv right uh it was a party bus oh sorry <laughs> Also known as humiliation on wheels. Um, yeah, I did that just for one year, though. And You're then just... I chewed my own arm off and yeah. ran. We did. I, I did mine for two seasons. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it was. We know what's so funny, though, about that is that do you find like oh, sometimes people come up to me on the street and it happened more then. But still now. And they'll go, hey, you're on that show Fifth Wheel. And I'm literally in the middle of going, I'm sorry. <laughs> and they're like, I love that show. I'm the that same way. My favorite yeah. show. I I'm would wake the up in the middle way. of the night to watch it, you know. And uh, you never know what people are going to love about what you did, you know? No, and they also, you know, and people take it wrong because they feel like we're just being shitty. But it's like, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm just letting you know that I don't think that every. That's and, like We have work. this natural self-deprecating yes. gene. Yes. And that's all that is. It's not. It's just us being like, no. I, listen, Which is I also can... different than like, fuck that show. I mean, I don't right. do that. I'm just like, you know, it was, it was what it was. Right. I tried really hard to make. I mean, my goal was like. You know, so many of those shows, especially with Roger, and God bless Roger, but, you know, it was like, maybe someone's going to make a love connection, you know, and I was like, are we looking at what's really happening? Everybody has a cold sore. You know, yeah. like, let's just tell They're the truth. They're purposely casting aggressive, hungover people yes, aggressive to fight. aggressive drunks to fight and over it's basically, bad it's basically just like, it's basically like ferret legging, you know, where they, <laughs> they, they tie a sack around your ankles and drop a couple ferrets in, and then you just have to hold oh, them in as long as you can. Yeah. Yeah. That's so you just try your best are. to try to make it funny and i you know i tried my best to comment on it and and have, be a little bit more like okay i'm not gonna um, you know i'm gonna be sarcastic and i'm gonna sure. say like here comes the slut you know because that's what that this the show was here comes the slut i mean that was yeah. what it was like for <laughs> nice people here comes here the comes home, the slut. Yeah. Do, do, do. which two assholes will get together it's all right and then here come her underpants um so you know but it like any job you know, when you're young and someone offers you a gig on television, you you know, you take it. Well, Roger, I think, made a fuckload of money because I think he was one of the EPs of that show. And oh, there, owned it. Yeah, there, there's a tremendous of amount of money in syndicated television because 
you're basically selling off the show region by region, bit by bit, yeah, and over so, and over again. Yeah, and so you're getting, you're you're basically getting. It's this... like breaking up a lot of silver spoons in an auction. You're gonna get more money. All right, are you talking about oh, fucking bargain hunt again? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you relate to Is things? Story, we about storage, storage wars. Um, I love storage wars so much. Yeah. I don't know why. Because you just love old game? crap being sold. You know what? You know what? You know what it is about storage Makes you wars for your own old crap. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about Inside shows like storage crap. wars is that it, it's basically like blue collar archaeology, right? <laughs> That's right. really what it is. Like they're digging up these things. It's very low stakes. I always love that this could have been a meth guys like hideout or it could have been the like a you know some rich person's storage space that could be an it's eames insane. chair that's not an eames chair that's never yeah. an eames chair <laughs> that's, that's a chair. reproduction piece of shit let's yeah. just get that out of the way the, the eames chair did not end up no. in uh yeah, in, in ohio in, yeah in fucking tempe arizona in the desert at the storage at you store it you know, and it's, everything smells like formaldehyde. Sure, it's an Eames chair. Okay, yeah, exactly. yeah. all right, sure. I hate that guy. So are those bolt holes? Oh, no, yeah. they're air vents. <laughs> they're quality holes. Quality Although when holes. they find, it's always when they find the big collection of comic books. I'm like, that's something realistic that you want to sit yeah, on a yeah, shitload yeah. of money and just outbid all of them so they don't have a show one week. Right, just buy just, the whole I'm thing. I'm buying everything. Like a dark horse, and yeah. then a mysterious stranger came in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Is that my Myra? Fresh uh. away from the fruit stand with his fistful of cash. My severance patches. Bitches. Oh. oh, yeah. I don't know if anyone got rich leaving the fruit stand. No. Anyone oh, ever you got can. Rich? Can you? Really? Like yeah, George, who Jobs. has been there for 10 years and had stock when it was $10 the share. Oh, are you oh, wow. fucking kidding, kidding me? Jeez. Let's talk. I, 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 do it okay. <laughs> one of Matt's, one of Matt's, one of one of the guys who worked, who was who worked at the Genius Bar, who no longer works at the Apple Store, got fired. That is a fucking <laughs> great story. He got fired for this. Uh, yeah, he was uh walking back to uh into the Genius Room, uh, carrying a steak knife that he had had from lunch because he brought a knife because you know to cut food. Yeah, because there's no it's plastic tool. knife. It's a tool. And the uh, manager. Uh, was like very upset about the him having the knife and like asked him on the floor what he was doing with it and he's like oh I mean it's from my lunch I just you know I brought it to work cut up my lunch and then the manager was like still weirdly aggressive about it and then he was just like trying to cut the tension so he's like oh yeah it's just for my lunch and unruly customers and then he got fired are you Whoa. kidding me wow <laughs> right wow that sucks yeah. unbelievable never fire a guy holding a knife yeah. ts yeah. I'm going to say that I'm not going to use my iPad for at least three or four hours right. this afternoon. <laughs> not, oh, oh, I can never say man to iPad. Lick, Sit on it while at my iMac. I love that. I love having my phone, my iPad, and my computer just and I look at them sometimes. I'm like, you guys. My office is, I have an iMac and I have an MVP. They sit next to each other so they can talk and I'm not there so they don't get lonely. And then I have my an iPhone and an iPod Touch, um, because one's for talking uh, and one's for uh, playing games and listening to podcasts. Nice. And then I have a little mini one that's lighter, so I can take it to the gym. Adorable. <laughs> and that's all so far. That's a, that's a good little ecosystem. That's good. And just, if I get them all there, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking jack into the Matrix. I just got you the 27 inch iMac. Yeah, you did. Ooh, it's good. This is which is so pretty, shiny. It's really shiny. Do you have Lion. No, I, I, it, so much. They, they, I did not. I did. I've not gotten line yet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give them a little bit of time to work out some of the kinks. It's, it's actually there's a lot of things about it that are great, and I have the trackpad, the touchy pad thing, you know this thing, and a, that uh, it works great for that. Right. When will this air? Uh, I, January the next weeks. 2012. Like after I'm gone, right? After you quit. Yes. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> after you quit. Lion sucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> Lion sucks. Lion is built. For, you better hope you never Lion, have to go back to the Lion is built for hardware that doesn't yet exist. It's right. built for a touchscreen desktop. Right. It was sort computer. of like when they when they, when they first released the uh, the MacBook Air, and it was like, okay, we still have wires. Yeah, yeah. I still can't get a movie on anything but a CD. Like yeah. that was, what I was like, well, how am I gonna play movies? Yeah. It was a little. It was a little ahead of the curve yeah, in that way. Bit. I mean, I'm sure that they'll down the line they're gonna have something. But I like, think all of the backwards but scrolling. But if my iPad the had a penis, is I like would totally, totally fuck it. Yeah. Totally yeah. Listen, if my if my if my iMac had a vagina, I would never leave the house. <laughs> Ever leave the house? Somebody invent that. Please. I thought it was gonna get when you because a while ago when I first joined Twitter, I really wasn't thinking, and I tweeted uh, that That's whenever everybody on Twitter. Whenever I, <laughs> oh, you're I talking tweeted, about the internet. I tweeted yeah. whenever whenever I, I I tweeted whenever I fix an i uh, a porn star's iPod, I always find myself wondering whether or not it's been in her vagina. <laughs> And then, I think I remember no, that. Yeah, because Hardwick fucking retweeted it, and then Steve Agee retweeted it, and I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, two million people no. just saw that, and then I like deleted the tweet. Oh, you got all you got all scared. Yeah, Steve Jobs is not following me on Twitter. Well, you yeah. don't know that. He doesn't need to follow anybody. He follows himself. He follows tweet. himself. Hey, me. I'm me. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> RT. Hey, t- <laughs> like, you see that old? There's a picture uh, floating around online of like him in front of like a big IBM sign, just like. Obviously, he was walking by a building that had an IBM like uh, sign, and he just it's him like sticking the middle finger and smiling <laughs> oh, at the camera. Funny. That's really funny. He used, to, he used to be funny before he was a billionaire. Yeah, he just <laughs> had a really good quote uh, online about uh, just about like America being really fucked up. I was like, yeah. I was like, wow, this guy is right. Amazing. He doesn't care anymore, right? He, yeah. just, he could buy us. They now they passed Exxon. They yeah. did. Yeah. Wow. It was the wow. most valuable company in That's the country. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm not giving them. They don't need my money anymore. No, no, but I'm still that's not gonna stop me now. I am such an Apple whore. It's not even. I can't even. People who use PCs, I don't even know what they're doing. It's like they're yeah, speaking no. a different language. I refuse. To like, use what? Them. So I have to click start. Then I have to. Fu- What's oh, happening? Yes, you what is you this have happening just to me? started a flame war Yay! in the comment threads of this podcast. Hi, internet. Here's why I like PCs. <laughs> You're attacking me personally because I, need I to like play my thing. Star Wars MMO. Uh, <laughs> I like to use my video game platform on because you can use the arrows yeah. up, 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 left, left, I like down, an down, open you system, you them. motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Linux, Ubuntu. Okay, I'm if sorry. You know how to fucking use it. Your Mac's open yeah. too, jackass. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And so much easier too. Like you can just, well, you just click on on uh, console or whatever. What's the thing you click on? Uh, terminal. Terminal. Yeah. yeah. There's like You're all in. up inside your You're shit in. right there. Bam. All Do up in them nuts. guts. Just right like that. Go nuts. Mm-hmm. So what do you? So you're you're working on Archer now, and I'm you have your Archer podcast. Now. Great show, by the way. Oh, yeah, the Archer! Yeah, thank you. It's, it's so awesome. thank it's you. Really, and yeah, yeah. I wish I had anything to do with it, but I, I'm so proud of it. Yeah. Um, it is. It's pretty, right? Um, you know, it's the, like I was saying after Talk Soup, it's probably the thing that I'm like most in love with and most proud of and most psyched to have gotten because it's a t- you know you just I don't know it just it was a job and it, it was offered to me and I wasn't like I'm gonna go do this animated show. I was like, oh my god, I get to curse mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> on television. Yeah. Let's do this. And then it's turned into this thing. And you know, last year we were at Comic Con and we had like a little baby room. And then this year we had like the giant hangar. And then we all like urinated ourselves. It was so exciting. And we were so like not like we're awesome. Just like oh my god, <laughs> this is if this was all the people that watch our show, this is plenty. Like it was so <laughs> exciting, you know. Great cast, too. Oh, and everyone yeah. on the show is so nice, and I'm so Except proud Jessica of Walter, it. Jessica Walter, she's mean. She actually says the nicest out of everybody. She's like, somebody, I just want to hug her. She smells like cookies. She's great. She's um, so funny. And, uh, and then I have my podcast, which is only three weeks old. How are and, you enjoying uh, it so baby far? Podcast. I love it so much. Oh, baby, I have a baby, podcast. I have a baby podcast. I mean, I'm going to be the Ricky Gervais of this group of people. I, I don't know about you guys, but I just feel like... <laughs> I can't have the same guests on twice. <laughs> right? yeah. Oh, no, we got over that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I love it, and I I didn't I know I've been wanting to do this for a very long time, and just was never in. I was lucky enough to get a job that took me out of the country for a while, and I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. So the minute I was like, I'm going to be home for six months. I'm going to get everybody I know to do this thing at some point. I'm going to just beg and cry. And then what happened was it's doing well enough that people like are wanting to come on the show, and it's and also I don't know about you guys, but. Uh, I don't ever get to see my friends. I mm-hmm. never get to see my friends. Like I see, I've known Alonzo Bowden since I moved to LA. I see him like once a year if we do something together. Yeah. Um, like Brett, I did. I met when I did a show, and I got to, I get to sit with my friends for an hour and just talk to them about their lives and what they're into, and and uh, it's a gift because uh, otherwise I never see anybody and never get. I mean, just it's fucking awful. You so. know what you should do, Aisha Tyler? You should do a live podcast at the Nerd oh, Mount. Yes, you should. You ever want to? Ooh. Also, you should do the Meltdown show, which is the stand-up show I have Ooh. with Kumail Nanjiani. I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, I actually talked to Alonzo at Montreal about it. Like uh, oh. we did a show together, and like I was like, "Hey, do you ever do like the smaller rooms?" Like, yeah. Oh, Alonzo will go me? anywhere. He's a horse. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hi, like, Alonzo. Uh, He's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm ever around on a Wednesday, but if I am, yeah, me he, know. he tours though. He works. Yeah, exactly. A lot, that's why I know. Yeah. That's why every time like there's a guy that just like is the working comic that just is out, right. you know, all the time. I was like, well, if you're ever in town, it's, I mean, I would love that. I mean, yeah, like yeah. you know, like I'm trying, and also the nice thing about my that I'm excited about for my show is I'm also able to approach people I could never approach otherwise. Like, um, I'm gonna interview Dave Eggers. Um, oh if you guys wow, yeah, yeah, of course. Because um, nice. my show is like not just comedy focused, so um, it's just mostly man focused. So I'm, although there are gonna be women on the show, um, it's. it's for people to know, it's called Girl on Guy. And so it's essentially a show about stuff that guys are into. So it's like 90, 70% guys. And then I also talk to women who are doing guy shit. So like Maggie Q is going to be a guest oh, on the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. She's like an action star. And then um, I'm talking to Adam Savage from Mythbusters. Yeah, nice. And um, I'm going to interview the head distiller at Hangar One uh, and St. George Spirits just mm-hmm. about their spirits program. And mainly so I can get drunk for an hour and on somebody else's time. <laughs> nice. um, get the Sam Adams guy on. I uh, like yeah, him. He, Jim Cook. He can't make conversation. He drinks so much beer. <laughs> I, You know, I was doing a radio show in the 1900s and, Jim, and we did a promotion with Sam Adams and Jim Cook was there. And he really is fascinated by being able to float that fucking bottle cap on the head. <laughs> like he pours it. He was like, you can float this bottle. Bottle cap. Like, <laughs> That's how he talks to anyway, I, I know. I know. Are you he's drunk like, now? He was, he'd already pounded like two. Drunk. I met him like oh, I got. A, they did like some kind of a, a like a celebrity event thing in Boston like ten years ago when I was doing talk soup and I went there and it's a very random assortment of people. Like Matt Damon was there and uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Elizabeth. Uh, there had to have been at least one Wahlberg. Uh, eh, they might That's have been Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, Elizabeth McGovern. No, the other one, the really skinny one from American Pie. Elizabeth, uh, uh, Jan and Elizabeth. Jan, yeah, yeah, Shannon Elizabeth. I, it's really, I'm really good with concepts, ideas, she has and a, math, she, science, she has a first name for a last name. Things, yeah, things like what happened, I can't remember. And Jim Cook, Jim Cook allegedly drunk, we don't know, well, but don't he know. definitely maybe, was drinking beers at 9 a.m. Maybe a speech impediment. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, lovely guy, but just like, you, hey, it thanks takes, for coming. It so, takes 1,900 years to move. Look at this. What is a hop? An overflowing handful of hops just everywhere he goes. Have you I've lost this. everything except the hops. They look sweaty. I don't think I want to smell them. I don't want to. How long have you been holding in my pocket? Those? <laughs> it's like For years. You can eat them. He's just fucking cranking gum. off onto the hops. Like, why are you jerking off on hops? Uh-huh. That's the secret of Sam Adams. Oh, you Who can, wouldn't? Jim Cook, I love your beer. If you want to send me some, it's, go del- for it. it's delicious. Make sure it's on a Sunday. Um, and they he, just, that he ejaculates one. on your neck and he throws a bottle cap on it. Like, would you give up the bottle cap thing? They also have. I don't think Poor Michael Yo's assistant. She's like, why is this happening to me? Destroying your. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> they have the the distilled beer that it, it turned into booze. It's like mm-hmm. it's like high alcohol. It's like maybe like twenty percent or forty oh, percent. Oh, yeah. It like it smells and kind of tastes like Wait, whiskey. It's delicious. Yeah. What's it called? It's called the uh, it begins with the U. 
I forget. Eagle Rock Brewery has a similar beer to that. It's called the U. I forget what it's called. Oh, it starts with the U. It's called there the must have been so many. It's like a hundred and something proof, right? There yeah, must yeah, have been it's like it's, eighty proof. It's eighty proof. That's yeah, forty percent. Yeah, forty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Delicious. There must have been an incredible amount of uh, alcohol innovation since I quit drinking almost a decade ago. Yeah, I yeah, learned so like, like, like you are missing like out. Like, I'm very proud of you that you talk about being uh, like sober and you know you're like really. It's good. It's good. I think it helps people. You know. I mean, I'm drunk, so I'm proud of you. But I also. So I do, if I was going to say that I felt sorry for someone who had quit drinking so long ago, it would be because you quit during the era of like, you know, fizzy alcoholic beverages Zima. and like, yeah, and like Coors Light. Ice. And like now we just got like artisanal shit. And I'm going to go that's like, what's crazy. I, I'll tell you what I used to, even more than 10 years ago, there's just so many beers So now. many delicious beers. Yeah. I'll tell you what I used to, I, I feel like what I used to drink was... Amstel Light was sort of the filler in between when I couldn't get to like Sapporo or Red Stripe. That's not too bad. Sapporo's a great beer. Those were like what I mean. And then, and then every once yeah. in a while, some of those like uh, Arrogant Bastard Ale or some yeah, sort of that's weird. A great Arrogant beer. Bastard's good. Or Red, Red Tail. I think Red Tail, I remember, is being pretty is good. San Francisco is the best place to be a drinker because yeah. when I first got there, we were so, oh yeah. And there's this bar on Pastry called Tornado where they have like 50 beers on tap. They have this amazing happy hour where everything's two bucks. When I first got out of college, I made so little money. And like we all had 10 bucks. Like that was our Saturday. Like, how can we make this 10 bucks go really far? <laughs> you could get a Hefeweizen, in like, you know, a two foot Hefeweizen oh my God. for 225. And just nurse that puppy Holy all Holy shit. Get yourself a sausage, one extra beer, and that was like your Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Downtown, there's a Worcester Cooker, which is oh, a yeah, sausage place. Yeah, and they have all these yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, there, and there's another new place like that on, uh, like in Sunset Junction here. That's like. Oh, no, 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 no. You're thinking of uh, something sausage, Kirsty, Worsty. Oh, I don't is. know anything about the Germans. There's a new uh, artisanal beer place down uh, uh, Echo Park. Kind oh, okay. of like well, they don't laugh and they like shitting on things. That's, Those are the well, two things good. that I know. <laughs> and one of From them, personal experience? And, <laughs> yes, and if you want one of them to cut your dick off and serve it to you as a dish, I'm they will do that they will do as that well. Slice very thin with yes, some yes. caramelized Other than that, I don't really know that much about this. I'm not even sure Germany is real. <laughs> I've never seen it. Have you? I really want Sam Summer Ale and a bread bowl of chowder. <laughs> German, Germany is a naiad as far as I'm concerned. Like, I've heard of it, but I've never <laughs> seen one. <laughs> yeah. I've seen several naiads. Have you been oh, to Germany? Really? No. You've never been to Germany? No. Oh, yeah, no, I know. One time, time fucking. You've never been. Oh, like you've hold been to on. Germany. What I like was that he was voodooing you into, like, yeah. yes, you have been to Germany. I have been to Hamburg. Here are Remember these the pictures. That last weekend? Oh my god, I'm getting this weird Jason Bourne. Like, holy yeah. shit, it's all what coming back. What happened in Berlin? You know, you know what happened in Berlin. Yeah. You were there. That was my first job. What happened in Berlin? I own that on DVD. I've seen it like. 50 I like how I, I ask you that, and my passport has one stamp in it from Canada. Yeah, you've never been to Berlin. Like a month ago. Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you should and you should you should have answered just you've never been. Oh, oh yeah, that's a shame. To. You have to go. The German See, are people. Yeah. and uh, you know it's really oh, good. I do want to go to Germany though because I heard they have the most castles. I've, I've always wanted no, to see I like something. Yeah. I want to see like something castles. older than two hundred years. I've never seen any. Right, anymore. everyone here is like, this is so old. It was built in nineteen forty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I'm from Hawaii. Olivera Street was like nineteen twenty one. My house no, was built in fifty six, and I say that like it's an accomplishment. I've got a fifty six nightclub. <laughs> well, they, that, that blows me away though, because I grew up in Hawaii, and like every there's nothing really old there, right at know? all, because no, of the just, sea air and the salt. Except yeah, the tourists, lasts. huh? Y five, boom, bam, boom. 
Um, uh, I I thought I was going to get equipment berry pie when I came in. I'm very upset about that. Oh, <laughs> you're going to get equipment berry pie. You take it with the thing and you put it in the thing. Equipments is that word is one young gentleman was very incensed by that word. By equipment? He, it he like wants. No, he just, the word, some words just grate on people, and he wanted to write some sort of a code that like, would strip every episode of that like word. Like most ladies and the word moist. Moist, they hate <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a funny word, actually. That, but a lot of ladies hate the word like moist. moist. My friend can't, he can't hear panty. Panty fucking makes him, like, just like. Moist panties? Yeah. Just, no, no, he's fine. I'm a comedian, like, <laughs> like, every word makes me laugh. Yeah. He's like, cheese, wow! Yeah. yeah, and in Hawaii too, funny. that's kind of like a that's like a like a thing to like you know instead of saying pussy, it's like oh panty, what's up? You know. <laughs> I told you it's better than it's better than saying vagina shorts. Vagina shorts. I've, yeah, yeah. I've said it's before. Mm, yeah. yeah, or I'm, is yeah, it? I don't know. Shut what up, Spanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But now you you now you have how many TV shows do you have, Chris? Uh, I don't need. It's, I don't. So it's not. Look at your I don't, pulse. No, I don't know how many checks I get from how many places. I'm no Seacrest. <laughs> I am no Seacrest. Who could be? Who is? No, no Who can one. Be? Nobody. There's nobody who just eating a bowl of money. Right. Ryan Seacrest <laughs> sleeps in the fridge with Kuzay. <laughs> He's yeah. in there. Him and, him and Jay. Right. <laughs> keeps James, I'm going to That's what I'm telling you guys. I'm just going to sleep in the neck. Seacrest could give us that seed money to start the LL Cool Jeans. Like he said, we could totally start that up. He could just empty his pockets and you could pick up one of the diamonds that fell out and just hawk that. Mama said, where are you out? Come on, guys. We could fucking write these all day. I really want to get XXLL Cool Jeans. It's it's like a pun storm. Check out my new bedtime line. The lady love cool jammies. The, oh, uh, <laughs> the pun fix storm. Oh my god! By and the way, ladies do love cool jammies. They do. They yeah. do. Why wouldn't they? Jammies, yeah. put them on, fuzzy, warm. Yeah. I don't know what ladies love. I wear sweatpants. Oh. I'm just like literally <laughs> and all. I don't even think I own a pair of pajamas. I think you buy a pair of pajamas for when your parents come over. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. So they don't have to imagine you yeah. having sex. Yeah, you right. know what I mean. Like, what do we usually wear to bed? Nothing. Yeah. Every, every time, like, uh, like my girlfriend gets like a like a free shirt that's like way too big, I'm like sleeping shirt. She's like, I'm not in an '80s slumber party yeah, exactly. movie. I'm not gonna wear an oversized t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like come to oh, bed, yeah. frisky, with yeah. a pillow yeah. in her hand. Yeah, and then I put it on and it's way too tight. <laughs> oh no, that's because she's a girl. She's and a tiny a girl. And I'm, I'm not. Glad. I'm not saying. I'm not saying this because of your looks, but you and Deanna remind me of Millhouse's parents, and the reason being that you are the perfect. Perfect counterparts to each other. Like yeah. if there was a female Jonah, I like you feel like you met her. Yeah, yeah, I feel that she's, and it's, she's and that, that's why it's so awesome to see you guys together. Like, like I see you guys together. I'm like, that's it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> They're perfect. And I'm constantly asking her, asking her to borrow a feeling. Oh, that's nice. My favorite thing from that episode was the was I think her name was Darla or Starla, the woman who worked at the radio station. And she took she had a cigarette in her mouth and she took a shot but just drank with the cigarette in her mouth and it just went Um We are at the end of our Remember when that happened? Remember when that happened? <laughs> that was that. Remember was, when Homer said that, that thing? That was, remember, remember when that Barney show, had that the time and the thing? Uh, but I was psyched, psyched to come on the show because I haven't listened to it for a long time. That's and, so uh, awesome. Yeah, I really have. Hey. And uh, and and it, I'm I'm stoked uh, because not that I've stolen anything from you guys, but uh, but I was definitely inspired. <laughs> By the show I am when so I made my own show. I hear you very say that. And very flattered. And, and, you know, you're welcome to come back on anytime you want. And, and please do a show at our space. I would love 
You would. You. It's perfect. It's yeah, perfect I'm really, for you. I'm really. I'm psyched. Yeah. Now you have to. Now I have to think of somebody awesome to bring, though. You know what I mean? Like I feel like there's a lot of. Jackie Cation just did her show. Dork Forest. Yeah. yeah. I, and I just did. She's a really good old friend of mine. So funny. Yeah, Jackie's and, great. Uh, and how did that go? Because I didn't. I haven't talked to her since then. But I, I heard it really went great. I was out of town it. when yeah. it, when the show happened. He but was, I heard it went uh, great. Yeah, it was, he's the world traveled, and he's like, I was in Germany. I was in Germany. I knew it. I told you. Germany. No, I was probably in fucking like somewhere in the middle of Nebraska. Like it was not. It's not as romantic as Germany. Oh, that was Dusseldorf. Oh yes, no, Dusseldorf, it's, it's, it's Nebraska. The same. It's exactly the same. Dusseldorf, Strudel, Nebraska. Strudel, Dayton. Strudel in despair. And do you? Uh, the last question I have for you on your mm-hmm. own show yes, yes, is yes, um, is because uh, you guys were talking about the fact that like working and like how does it affect your stand up? But now that you essentially do funny things all the time, like are you enjoying doing stand up? Like you're traveling a lot more. You're touring. Oh, yeah. Do you are you enjoying yourself? Yeah, stand up's still my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like everything, everything that I work on, there was always kind of a this idea that well everything i do i just want it to help drive people to live shows like everything everything really kind of has to fall into that rain gutter of and it has to make sense like you know the the shows have to be of a certain point of view and you know just but what's nice about podcasting for me is i feel like i get to make something that is mine completely and it is the exactly why i started the show yes like that was i was like and even people have offered now like they offered before, but even now that they're hearing it, they're like, I'll come help you. I'm like, I just don't, I don't, not that, not that I'm antisocial, which I am, but I just don't want, I just want this to be the thing that I made. Exactly. You know I mean? and I, so that even if it's wrong, even if I fuck it up, it, they're my fuck ups, they're my errors. And when people listen to the show, it's, it's purely me. At least they, the uh, one thing in my life that was the purest expression of who I am but as a comic. What will happen just for unsolicited advice, Bring it. what will happen as, as your show gets more popular and as it will, mm-hmm. um, you have to be careful. Oh, it will. Yeah, it will. Of course <laughs> I don't know it will. What I'm talking about. Of course it will. <laughs> If you're consistent Just with it, you yeah, wait. maybe. And so, uh, it, but what you have to get comfortable with is delegating tasks because you'll naturally want to do everything, mm-hmm. but you'll start a lot of your creative energy. You'll start getting sapped by tra- having to do like the menial stuff. Oh, the menial stuff. That, the I mean, I mean, like stuff. having to edit and oh, yeah, like no. all, all that stuff that takes away from your creative energy. I built oh, my own website. Like I really wanted to have a new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Chris doesn't. Chris can't be an asshole as much as he wants, so that's why that's he has what, me yeah. show up. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's I right. I've like, delegated assholes. <laughs> 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 Jonah, insult man. I yeah. uh, hey, piece of shit. Yeah, Thank you. It's good. It's pure. It wasn't artistic, but I felt it. That was real. No, I I wanted to when I wanted to launch the site. I was interviewing all these companies to do a new website for me, and I was going to launch the podcast. I wanted to have it like be just a brand new. Experience for everybody, and the process was taking so long. Like interviewing everybody, we're gonna write you a plan, and then in six weeks we can talk about it. Then we can try. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna put up a page, yeah. so at least there's something new when people go to the podcast. You just and put up I, the old Power Rangers page. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. on fire. Yeah. There's gifs and yeah. there's twinkles and so there's check, rollovers. And check friends. it out at angelfire.com, <laughs> pinkrangerrules.com. Yeah. Um, and uh, what I ended up doing was building an entire new website oh, wow. uh, to the head. And uh, and then one day I woke up. And that was great because you know what? I was like, oh, you know what it's like? Oh, let me sit on the phone. Can you make that five points bigger? Can you make it two points smaller? Yeah. Can you make it a Vatican news? Why did Can you, you make think this is what I was asking Can for? Can you move it to the left? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you, or you tell somebody exactly what you want. The other day I was having somebody design a page for me for like one of my socials. And I was like, can you please make this Helvetica? Or Helvetica Light. And they sent, I said, I want a sans serif font. I want it to match my website and I would like it to be Helvetica or Helvetica Light. And they sent back a serif font. Like they sent back Courier. I was like, I'm not writing English right now. It comes with all (laughs) of everything. It's the the only one that there's other fonts and Helvetica. That's like, what do you. There's one of four universal fonts. How did you, why would you even put wingdings on the side? Zapdings. So, um, so what was that? That's how I send coded emails. Wingdings. (laughs) Wingdings. 
well, we made it You'll euros never wide. Figure like, why it would out. you make it euros wide? So then I so I go to the doctor the day because I wake up and my eye is killing me, right? Right eye, like the movement of my eyeball in the socular joint, that's not a word, in the <laughs> ocular socket, uh, is killing. I'm like, I have a brain tumor. I, I like it hurt so bad it woke me up. Like I was dreaming, and then movement of my eye woke me up. This is a cheery way of telling us it's about your brain. Good. I'm tumor. dying. So, um, <laughs> oh my god! I just I know it's t- the end of the podcast. But if we could just talk for a little longer. <laughs> talk had your show this, built up great. if you had been alive. When I die, it's going to be worth a million dollars. Three episodes. Sell that the, shit. I see the light. I'm just ah, I'm not good. Okay, I'm going to get off with what, this. What, what, was what, it? what else? What else is going on? What else can I talk about before I go? <laughs> what else is going so on? So I go to That's the worst thing to say on stage. So what else is going on? Oh my God, what else is going on in the news would be a great last line to die on. <laughs> right? oh, what, what else is going on, on in the news? Dead. I know. Also, the, the, so where are you from? <laughs> uh, what do you do that's, for a living? I'm your doctor. Line of despair. Mm. Yeah. Any, any, of any despair. birthdays in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> As you die, uh, any birthdays out there? Yeah. But I went to the doctor and I'm like, my eye is killing me. Even moving, even looking, looking is killing me. And she did a bunch of tests. She's like, you sat at the computer for so long and you stared at it so hard. That you sprained your eye. Oh, I've heard of that. I sprained oh, my eyeball. Oh my god! Did, did you even know that you could do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That I is commitment to my a font. Seriously, wow. I was like Helvetica 16 light, light, loot, light. So anyway, point being, I built it all myself, and it was brutal, and I hurt. I sprained my eyeball. Doing oh my it. god! But it was worth it in the beginning, anyway, because now it's exactly what I want. Even if people hate it, it's mine. Yep. And then. And then at least now going forward, if I have to give it to somebody else, I've established the the, yeah. the thing of like this is the thing. You know, people are writing and then people say, "Oh, I love this," or "I you know," or "I hate this." And someone wrote and like, "I don't really like this part of the show." And I was like, "I need you to know that this as many people love it as hate it, and you can." Fucking fast forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or you don't have to listen. Like yeah. I always tell people like when they but get really angry. But when download they get, it. Just download it. When they get really angry about stuff. When they get really angry about stuff, I'm like, this is free. No one, you don't yeah. have to listen yeah. to this. Yeah. Don't. And this is the deal. I like mayonnaise on my sandwich. You don't yeah. have to have mayonnaise on your it's sandwich. It's not, it's just don't put it on there. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Jonah, are you okay? Yeah. So Jonah anyway, really uh, mayonnaise. I'm, I'm, I, but the point of this was just that, um, Listening to your show and 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 just the kind of the pure like authentic nature of it really inspired me a lot to just make a show that was mine and not to be worried about like what do people like or what are they going to want or how should I do it and just do the show that I wanted to do. Yeah, that is, cool. That's really awesome because the right yeah. the right people will find you. Yeah, and yeah. then. It's, and hopefully, that's great. We, we, we my, mom, still, my we, mom will find me. Yeah, we, uh, she, when she gets a computer and learns about the internet. <laughs> well, when when we started, it was just kind of like it's like you know we'll just do this. We'll do the first couple, and then we'll like have a talk about what we're gonna do, right. what, what, what it's gonna be, and we just never did, yep. and we just kept on doing. Still, it. Still have clear, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clearly, <laughs> still have it. Remember, we're like, we're like, we'll just do the Tom Lennon one, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, right. and then we that's like that's all it's ever been, just doing it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta do it. Everything, everything. You know, as you do stuff, everything sort of has a natural evolution. Things fall into place. You right. figure things out. You just Dynamics. you can't even know until mm-hmm. you start doing stuff. You can't. There's so much you can't pre-plan. It's everything's going to change anyway. Right, right. And and in the end, if you're just doing what is interesting and exciting to you, there are people who love it, and there are people who won't like it. But again, it's free. So you're at least spending an hour every again, week. Or I don't free. know. It's yeah. It's, and it's free. So you're spending that hour for you guys two hours. You fucking apple polishers uh, <laughs> doing the thing that you love. You know what I mean? And no one can stop you. When in this business, we're always begging for somebody to fucking give us something. And this is the only time you get to do something. And else I also feel like kind of being in that 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 mind frame of feeling empowered. It just it has a residual effect on everything else that you do because you're just you're naturally happier and you feel better about your life. Mm-hmm. And you residual don't check. Podcast? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Oh, you, I'm no, so no, 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 no. Oh, you just got a no. massive pay raise. The fuck of go <laughs> eat shit. <laughs> you just got two pay raises. Get you up. shit stick. Come on. I like doubling my money everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
I smell mud. Say hi to him like way across the room, you know. Just how do you know you're so tall? Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, okay, so we're recording again. Here's what happened. This has never happened before. We got so into the Aisha conversation. Is such a babbling idiot. No, 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 no. It was like I completely lost track of time because I was enjoying the primitive cave person system that they have here at the studio. <laughs> is they're on you record everything onto compact disc. What year is it? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, clearly, it's, yeah. it's yeah. Clearly, it in, it's seventeen fourteen. Yeah, then we put into a long box. Yes, <laughs> they used to call the uh, boxes that the CDs it's, came uh, in. I can tell you, it's box. rare that Chris That's and I don't funny. exchange a look of him checking the clock and me looking at him. Ah. This was uh, this was all designed I by. Did, I, I allowed you not one moment of respite. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Every time, what? <laughs> but as I'll be doing this on the Gutenberg press. I record yeah. my show. Uh, speaking of three stands, onto my iPad. I record to my Whoa. I, yeah that's ballsy. ballsy yeah I, I have I have, I'm triple redundant so I my main systems through my iPad then I also have a secondary like a unilateral mic that I would go to my iPhone and then I also use voice memos on my iTouch so I have so you two, have the three least three de- stable devices <laughs> yeah when you get See, you, because I don't work at when that you get place, another digital to recorder. me I'm like this is a magical device that can never fail well the, 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 the CDs the CDs only record for eighty minutes. And we talked for like right at seventy nine fifty nine. It just stopped. So yeah. that that was the abrupt stop. So I put another disc in just so we could and so, uh, we, could say so we, could say <laughs> we could say goodbye. So we could say goodbye and say that 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 but you have earned a very special, special. place on the yeah. podcast. You're, you that we I had no idea that we, we could had easily done that get around oh, recording wow. on CDs. Yeah. Be, it was super fun. And I, but but honestly, like I my point of saying I record to my iPad, and so far it has not failed me. I, the first day I had some peaking issues with this with this app I'm using. Is that like a Chinese issue? Yep. Yes, peaking. So the dumplings did not turn out the way that I had hoped. Pun storm. Um, <laughs> Pun storm. We're gonna have to get like bandanas like they do in the desert it truly was the pun fix storm <laughs> punishment time uh, it's a pun pour uh, that wasn't as good as the previous three. <laughs> but what I was going to say was if I can record a solid state memory and I'm a person who used her credit card to purchase her recording setup why mm. does he not just buy a, I mean solid state storage is so cheap yeah, yeah. it really is yeah. Yeah. It really is. Well, Chris I is th- just really being as if he's reflecting. I'm just looking. Well, because we're building, now. we're building a studio at Meltdown, mm-hmm. so we uh, the room has been soundproofed. We've gotten the mics in, Ooh. so I'm gonna we're I'm putting this, the air conditioning. The air conditioning works air conditioning in that room. Bam! I'm putting the studio so computer in pretty soon, and then we'll actually have. I have to and order a table. Record to your computer. Mm-hmm. We'll record it onto the iMac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take yeah. a studio yeah. iMac. Which will then back up. It's gonna be great. We could start taking calls. How could you take calls? That would mean you'd have to be doing it at the same time every No, no, week. we'll do the pre-tape Colin show like on Mr. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no! That was for yesterday's <laughs> show. We're talking about pet care today. <laughs> yesterday was about refinance. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, my thing records it makes AIFF files. I, I cut mm-hmm. in Final Cut. So, mm-hmm. like, it's nat- it's the native wow. format. And then and then I just output in and I transcode it in iTunes. And it's so easy. And literally, memory is like a dollar. <laughs> it's so cheap. Yeah, my girlfriend just bought a, a, a terabyte drive, and it's tiny. It's a the size of a wallet. Like a, it's so minuscule. Yeah. Do you remember that, like a year ago? Like I have a TV drive from a year ago, and it's a giant brick. And then I have a TV drive from this year, and I can put it in my back pocket. Yeah, she has a, like a 500 uh, megabyte uh, or gigabyte drive, and it's just like the fucking size of what? You said megabyte. <laughs> 
It's, there's, it's not sexual. It's not he, sexual. He, instead of gigabyte, he's just giving yeah, you yeah, shit. Yeah, oh, I corrected oh, myself with gigabyte. You. He's what? mocking you. Yeah, yeah. I have a one megabyte drive. Yeah, my uh, my last computer had shoe. punch cards, and oh, it would hilarious. only recognize positive and negative values. Who's <laughs> like or... the tic-tac-toe game? <laughs> 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 Welcome back, Dr. Falcon. Um, but <laughs> Hello, <did> you, Joshua. <laughs> what do you like to play a game? Did you have the one where you had to uh, do you, the, you had to cycle your floppies that you could... So you could actually oh, yeah, save yeah, yeah. that was my Five favorite thing in college when you were trying to like save your paper it was like oh, take out cycle. the take yeah. out yep. the software that you were writing in so you can save the document then take that oh, one out yeah. then put the word disc two back megs. in and write two yes. megs yeah. oh my god and that yep. was huge my friend had a one gig mac and i was like she's rich yeah, <laughs> yeah i used to like those five inch floppies and the little sleeves um, yes yeah. put those in yeah, yeah no those are my those had my ghostbusters game for my commodore 64 oh shit oh, these are good times i had a calculator once <laughs> my father has a calculator watch that he's had for 20 years still wears it oh my god you and him should hang out that's <laughs> fucking great because i'm wearing my calculator oh watch. my god for, mm. for when you ever need to make calculations you guys have literally that in common huh? michael really yo's assistant uh, huh? yeah. ladies love calculator watches <laughs> Or was it was the scene in Singles? He's all, I could put 42 numbers in this thing, and I'm going to fill it up tonight. Which was, I think they were at an Allison Chain show or something like that. Other than that, he was ably backed by Stone Gossard and yeah. everybody. <laughs> a compliment for you. Or a compliment a com- for us. It's a, a compliment, compliment for, you. for you. This just makes me stronger, man. Yeah. Tonight, we rock. What were they going? Portland? Or, I don't uh, remember. I don't remember where yeah. they were going. It was, no, a, it was a suburb. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember anything about that movie, but that it made me go buy Alice in Chains. And that, like, I don't, you know, yeah. That's all I remember is I went All I, I know is that I constantly listen to those two um, songs by uh, fucking uh, Westerberg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dyslexic Heart? Dyslexic Heart. And, yep. uh, yeah, the other one. Singles holds up, I think. It's very it dated, but the comedy holds up. You Except for it? the fact that Bridget Fonda's in it, and she's the worst actress in the entire world. No, Kira <laughs> Sedgwick is way worse than Bridget Fonda in that movie. Ah, I gotta go look at it again. I yeah, yeah. she I, I think before I saw that movie, I saw uh, I saw the Nikita version with Bridget Fonda, and I want to blow my face <laughs> off, blow it off, blow yeah. it up, and then send the pieces. But it's like you watch. Boy, I wanted to put things in her. Yeah. Well, why? You watch it, it you? now, and it's almost like a, a bad actresses art film. probably fuck well too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably better. <laughs> they probably the better. The best. Yeah. They try That's harder. They She's going to write me a letter. That's a shirt we should I'm having an orgasm now. No, you're not. I don't believe you. What's your motivation? I just, don't. It wasn't grounded. No. It wasn't interior no. at all. I, it was completely indicated. I mean, that was yeah. the most indicated orgasm I've ever seen. Yeah. I saw it coming a mile away. Here's a uh. book by Uta Hagen. Then come back and come on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then float a bottle cap on it. Damn it! <laughs> we insulted actors and porn stars and Jim and Cook. Uta Hagen and <laughs> Seaman. But it's right. sweet. <laughs> No. That is well, the del- second disc is about done. Yeah, let's do uh, this. Like, goodbye. We're going to say goodbye. We are in day two of the Aisha Tyler podcast. Why are we still talking? Uh, day 15. Okay. Aisha, now <laughs> talking about the rope. Just the Northwest. If someone need, could just bring for, me water. I need some water. I just need water. Yeah. I just want my family to know <laughs> whatever this gets posted. A little piece of skin flapping <laughs> off the lip. Riff, to to Rift on each Game Boy game 15, <laughs> for 15 minutes. Aisha sprained her eye again. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to uh, Would you like to throw out the ceremonial yes. end of the show? Uh, <gasps> enjoy your. I will. I can't decide how I want to do it. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Um, shall I be ethnic? Should as I be ethnic as possible. Oh God, no! Possible. Oh no, no, no! No, don't be ethnic. You don't want to alienate any of the demo. 
demo. <laughs> They're probably so excited there's a black person. They can't stand it. Hey, you're our second one. Okay? I know. You black Dynamite, you got them all. Oh, oh and we had right. Donald Glover, too. Ooh, all Donald the black Glover, people yeah, yeah. at one time. Yep. Yeah. Um, all the black people. We had, <laughs> we've had like eight blackters on this show. <laughs> I prefer the term blurred. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, oh. ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your motherfucking burrito! Yeah. I love it! Oh, that's great! Text message tone. It was ethnic and rocky. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. not. Those are mutually exclusive. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by GoToMeeting, the easiest, most reliable online meeting service. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMeeting.com, promo code NERDIST. In 2001, less than a month after the 9-11 attacks, the U.S. and Allied forces invaded Afghanistan. The goal was simple, hunt down al-Qaeda and its leader, Osama bin Laden, and unseat the Taliban government that sheltered him. But even though the Taliban was quickly removed, negotiating an end to the war turned out to be a much bigger challenge. Despite some of the world's best negotiators working tirelessly for peace, all sides were never able to come to a negotiated agreement. And in 2021, 20 years after being ousted from power, the Taliban took back control of Afghanistan. So why did some of the world's smartest and most experienced negotiators fail for 20 years to mediate a peace deal in Afghanistan? The Afghan Impasse, a special seven-episode edition of The Negotiators, a podcast from Doha Debates and Foreign Policy, looks back on the players, politics, and strategies that contributed to one of the biggest failures in modern peace negotiations. You can listen to The Negotiators, The Afghan Impasse, exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.